MRN's Classic Races are brought to you by Hercules Tires. Live on the Motor Racing Network, it's the NASCAR Sprint Cup Series. Gentlemen, start your engine! Green flag, green flag. Today, the Subway Fresh Fit 500, sponsored by Sprint, proud sponsor of the NASCAR Sprint Cup Series, by Office Depot, the smarter choice for ink and everything else you need to run your business, by AARP. Join Jeff Gordon in the Drive to End Hunger by visiting drivetoendhunger.org, by the new 2011 Ford F-150, built Ford Tough, by Quaker State, real durable oil. By the Home Depot. More saving, more doing. That's the power of the Home Depot. Two-way radio and race scanner communication provided by Racing Electronics. See Racing Electronics in the souvenir area at your next race or visit them online at racingelectronics.com. Standing by for the command, the fire engines here at Phoenix International Raceway. Again, a beautiful sunlit afternoon. And this place so different, Barney, from any other racetrack we go to with the mountain ranges all around here. And what I always like is looking down in turns three and four at the thousands of race fans up there on the mountainside watching the race. It's got to be a heck of a seat up there. Yeah, we've always uh, wanted to go up there and take our booth up there and call the race from that mountaintop. But it would be a heck of a view. And they put, what, about ten or 12,000 fans up there sometimes? Probably so. And if you could go to the very tip top up there, that's a long ways up. But, man, that would be a beautiful view up there. And on a day like this, that would be the place to be. You been up there? I uh, have been about halfway up. Got tired and came back. <laughs> but it is nice, and uh, race fans are there. Again, sold out here at Phoenix International Raceway. Good crowd coming out on this chilly Sunday afternoon to see the NASCAR Sprint Cup Series after a great start to the season last week at Daytona. Come here for race number two. And we quickly need to inject another thought here. At lap number 40 here in the race, a competition caution will be thrown by NASCAR to give the teams time to get on the pit road, check everything out. And that's because we had a rain shower come through last yeah. night and washed all the rubber away that had been accumulated here over the last couple of days here at Phoenix International Raceway. So drivers are strapped in their cars. Let's go trackside now for the command to fire engines. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome back the most decorated American Winter Olympian and Dancing with the Stars champion, Apollo Anton Ono, as he delivers the most famous words in motorsports. Gentlemen! Start your engines! There's the command to start engines delivered to you by UPS. Nobody does logistics better than UPS. UPS, we love logistics. Today's race, a fun racetrack, one the drivers love and the fans just eat it up. This is great racing. You're going to be listening to uh, our coverage on here today at Phoenix International Raceway. Field comes into the corner up front, Carl Edwards and Kurt Busch. Here's the pace car heading to pit road. And for the start, MRN Radio's own Barney Hall. A sellout crowd here this afternoon at Phoenix International Raceway. Here they come as they hit the line. The start-finish line, green flag goes in the air, and we are underway. Hauling it off into turn number one. Place to be is at the bottom of the racetrack. That's where Carl Edwards is. Let's see if he can stay there and stay as the leader. Well, I'll tell you what. The momentum is on the outside line. Here comes Kurt Busch powering around the outside of Carl Edwards. He's going to bring the freight train, his brother, along for the ride. Outside lane is the place to be right now as they hit turn number three for the first time. It is Kurt Busch to the top spot. Kyle Busch trying to take that second spot away from Carl Edwards. They go side by side off turn four. 
Fourth place battle side by side, at least momentarily. Now Joey Logano makes the move by Casey Kane and grabs that spot in turn one. Martin Truex Jr. right there now. He's stalking Casey Kane up front, though. The Bush boys. It's Kurt, Carl. And then Carl Edwards goes third. They'll single out at the front of the field. Top three break away from that ongoing battle for fourth where Joey Logano trying to fend off a hard-charging Casey Kane who looks on the inside of Martin Truex Jr. Also there, side-by-side behind them, Jamie McMurray and Regan Smith. Yeah, Jamie McMurray door-to-door. He's trying to gain a spot and move up the notch going off into turn number one. They've completed two laps there over in turn number two. Kurt Busch, the man at front. Watching that battle from seventh on back. Jamie McMurray has got it now right behind him. Here comes Greg Biffle. Working to the inside of Regan Smith. Regan Smith right now having a tough time getting his car to the inside of the racetrack. Stuck in that outside lane and he's going to lose another spot to Greg Bissell. Here comes Brad Keselowski now to take that ninth spot away off turn four. And Regan's in a position now. He'd pay good money to get back down in line on the inside of the racetrack. It's costing him big time. He's lost about four spots already. And he may lose a few more because they are lining up to his inside. Here comes Brad Keselowski. Denny Hamlin is there. Ryan Newman is there. All stalking Regan Smith. Paul Menard next Next car in line, as is David Reagan, but Regan Smith will fall in the line in about the ninth position on the speedway, just ahead of Brad Kislowski and Denny Hamlin. Had a real clean start thus far. Single file racing as they head back into turn number one. They'll start mixing it up here shortly. Again, it's the Bush brothers at the front. Kurt Bush and Kyle Bush in turn two. Good battle up front, too. Kurt's got the lead. Kyle is stalking his every move. Just a half a car length between the top two. And Carl Edwards losing a bit of ground in that third position. He's lost about five car lengths to the lead duo, the Bush brothers lead the way into turn number four. Kurt slides up a bit. Kyle had a look to the inside but had to fall back in line. Kyle Busch has spent a lot of time at the front of the field this weekend winning the truck race and the nationwide race. He wants to lead this one too. And he's back there. Here comes Kyle Busch but he's going to slide up the racetrack. His brother Kurt's going to look back to the inside. Kyle too strong off turn number two. Kurt had to slide in the line in that second spot so new race leader as they hit the back straight away. Kyle Busch goes to the head of the class. Kurt Busch tucks in the line in second while they battled side by side. That allowed Kurt Carl Edwards to close in and make it a three-way dogfight up front. Yeah, it's been a real scramble at the front of the field thus far. Kurt Busch and Kyle Busch, then Carl Edwards, Joey Logano, and Casey Kane. They go back to turn two. Kurt Busch quickly slams the door on Carl Edwards, but Carl may not be done yet. He's got a good Ford. He'll dig to the bottom of the racetrack. They'll go side by side for second. That's the battle for the runner-up spot. Now some five car lengths behind the race leader, Kyle Busch, who's been able to break away. Kurt slides way up the racetrack in turn number four. That allows Carl Edwards to the inside to take the second spot. So Carl has second, but he's about eight car lengths behind race leader, Kyle Busch. Kurt is in third, Joey Logano fourth, and Casey Kane is fifth. Martin Truex Jr. goes in that sixth position right in front of Jamie McMurray, who is seventh, and Greg Biffle is eighth, Regan Smith is ninth, and the battle is on for tenth as they work the dog leg. A good side-by-side battle for that position. Brad Keselowski under attack by Denny Hamlin. Hamlin a good run at the end of the long back straightaway. Takes that spot away and kicks Keselowski back in the tenth spot. Carl Edwards has been chasing somebody all weekend long in every race we've had, and right now he finds himself right behind Kyle Busch trying to get up there and lead a few laps of this thing. Can he do it in turn two? He's doing exactly what he did yesterday in the nationwide race. He chases Kyle Busch right now. Kyle with an advantage of about three car lengths. And Kyle Busch is doing exactly what he did in yesterday's NASCAR nationwide race. And that is out front and leading this thing right now by about three car lengths over Carl Edwards. Both of those cars have been able to break away from third place Brad Keselowski. There's a good fourth place battle now. Casey Kane wants to get by Joey Logano. He was on his bumper off turn number four. He's there again in turn one. And again, the opportunity here is to look to the
the inside of the driver in front of you. Casey Kane did exactly that, just not close enough to Joey Logano this time by. Casey Kane, though, is there and stalking Joey Logano's every move for that fourth position within two car lengths. Logano right on the bottom side of the racetrack, but Casey Kane is there off turn four. It's been pretty hard racing for the lead since they put him under green some ten laps ago. This is the way they run as they head for turns one and two. Kyle Busch, the leader. Carl Edwards, second. Rest of the top ten. Kurt Busch has fallen back to third. Joey Logano is fourth, and Casey Kane is fifth. Give six to Jamie McMurray. Martin Truex Jr. hanging in there in seventh. Greg Biffle, eighth. Regan Smith, ninth. And tenth is Denny Hamlin. They go over to turn four. Strung out right now among the top three, led by Kyle Busch. The best battle on the speedway right now for that fourth position. Joey Logano has it. Casey Kane within a car length and looking to the inside. Looking back in the field a little bit. Fourteenth place battle is flaring up now. It is Jeff Gordon and Paul Menard. They're doing battle coming down to the start-finish line. And right behind them, Clint Boyer trying to be a part of that mix. Jeff Gordon's got the spot, position number 14, but there's a couple of two guys trying to take that away. Paul Menard would like to get by Gordon, but now he's got his hands full with Clint Boyer. Boyer looks to the inside off of turn number two down the back straightaway. Those two cars are side by side. Menard slips up the racetrack in turn number three, and it gives plenty of room for Clint Boyer. He'll take that 14 spot. Kyle Busch takes him back to turns one and two. Thus far, he's been the man out front. Carl Edwards got pretty close to him. He's dropping back a little bit now in turn two. Another guy dropping back. Jamie McMurray went way up the banking in turn number one. Martin Truex took advantage, and now here comes Greg Biffle. Martin Truex got the spot a lap to go on Jamie McMurray. Greg Biffle now continues to close in. McMurray having a tough time keeping his car on the bottom side of the racetrack, as is Casey Kane losing ground in that fourth-place running Joey Logano. It's getting closer and closer at the front of the field. Carl Edwards every time by the start-finish line gets a little bit closer to Kyle Busch. Right up on his bumper now as they exit turn number two and hit the dog leg. Let's follow the battle for the lead now as it heads to three. He is all but there looking to the inside, Joe, in turn number three. Kyle Busch had a five-car length lead two laps ago. Not anymore. That has evaporated. Carl Edwards is there on the back bumper looking to the inside for the top spot. That's good racing, and it's for the lead early in the event here. Just 13 laps. Make that 14 laps complete. But Jeff, i got a feeling... The clean air out there is making a little difference also for Kyle Busch. I think that's exactly what we've seen all weekend long. If you can get your car or truck out front, you can lead. Carl Edwards trying to do that right now. The battle for the lead is in three. Had a look to the inside eye of the dog leg into turn number three. Did Carl Edwards, but had to fall back in the line. Now, here's his best run. Off of turn number four, Kyle Busch rips up just a bit. Carl Edwards is there to the bottom. Carl's got a fender alongside at the start-finish line, but Kyle holds him off. The battle for the lead is side-by-side in one. Carl Edwards to the bottom. Kyle Busch to the top. Give the advantage to Carl Edwards. New race leader here on lap number 15. It's Carl Edwards leading him down the back straightaway. A bright yellow subway forward goes to the point here early in Phoenix. Carl Edwards out front. Kyle Busch tucks in the line in second. Kurt Busch right there in third. And then about 10 car lengths back to that battle for fourth between Joey Logano and Casey Kane. You know, even though the season has just started, it's not too late to play NASCAR Fantasy Live. NASCAR Fantasy Live is the first NASCAR Fantasy game with live in-race scoring. Pick your lineup and watch your team accumulate points as the race goes on. Sign up today at nascar.com slash fantasy. In 2021, NASCAR returns to Nashville. June 20th, Father's Day at Nashville Super Speedway. Be there when NASCAR's best return to Music City. Seating is limited, and we want you there. Visit NashvilleSuperspeedway.com to sign up for the ticket presale for the inaugural NASCAR Cup Series event at Nashville Super Speedway. June 20th, 2021 at Nashville Super Speedway. Sign up today for the exclusive ticket presale at NashvilleSuperspeedway.com. 
Citywide to countryside. Whatever you drive, wherever you go, Hercules Tires has the value, selection, and industry-leading warranty to get you there, no matter where the road takes you. Go to HerculesTire.com. There you can find the nearest authorized Hercules retail location to you. Plus, you can use the tire tracker to find out which Hercules tire fits your vehicle the best. That's HerculesTire.com. Hercules Tires. Ride on our strength. We are back at Phoenix International Raceway working the first caution flag of the afternoon. Joe, a little debris here on the front straightaway. They will be, well, I think pit road is closed right now. Yeah, the red lights are flashing there. They'll have to circulate the track at least one more time before they uh, pay a visit here to uh, make some adjustments and uh, put some new tires on those cars. Service Master Clean Caution for the first time, again, because of debris that was spotted here on this front straightaway. They're taking care of that right now. Showing Carl Edwards the race leader. Kyle Busch is second. Kurt Busch third. Joey Logano fourth, and Martin Truex Jr. fifth. Sixth is Casey Kane. Running seventh is Jamie McMurray. This is after only 20 laps of racing. Eighth is Greg Biffle. Ninth is Regan Smith. And in tenth now, Denny Hamlin. The Service Master Clean trucks are moving onto the racetrack to get us back under the green flag. Remember, when you call Service Master Clean to clean your home's carpets and upholstery, you're bringing in a can-do crew that blends speed, teamwork, and know-how. And to find your Service Master Clean location, go to Service Master Clean. Com. So they'll be hitting as, as soon as the green light comes on up in turn number four. We'll, pit Road will be a busy place. And Winston Kelly, I guess all these guys, at least in, down toward the front of the field, ready for a pit stop. Here they come out of turn number four. Let's see if Pit Road is going to be open this time. It looks like it is, and let's see who takes advantage of it. Looks like everybody, Barney. Okay, maybe not. Kurt Busch pulls back up onto the racetrack. He will stay out. He, Martin Truex, a few others, but the majority do come to Pit Road. These stops at lap 22, Steve Post. Casey Kane brings the Red Bull Toyota Camry in. They are not allowed to fuel the car before the competition caution. This is going to be a tire-only stop. One, Pablo Montoya is in. Robbie Gordon is in. Kevin Harvick is in, as well as Jamie McMurray. Two tires, the call for a number of teams down here, and more drivers in front of Winston Kelly. Right side up on Carl Edwards. He's just a tick loose in, very loose all the way around. The word we got on Regan Smith, Dale Earnhardt Jr. on pit road. Greg Biffle is here. You mentioned that Kurt Busch decided to stay out. Denny Hamlin, his crew talked about staying out. Looks like Carl Edwards is going to be very close between he and Joey Logano, who was on pit road, as to who got off of pit road first. Kyle Busch here as well. Back to Alex. Bobby Labonte happy with his Toyota 4 fresh tires. He's back on the track. Jeff Gordon came down, said he had a little issue with the right rear during that first green flag run. He took four fresh tires as well. Ryan Newman, David Rudeman, David Reagan, all coming down the pit lane here on lap 22. It's a pretty good racing thus far, and I know Carl Edwards is probably saying hallelujah. At least I can lead a lap or two here. Yeah, somebody can lead other than Kyle Busch. <laughs> Carl yeah. taking over the lead there at lap 16. Two lead changes among three drivers already in the opening stages of the race. Now, some of the guys who started off poorly today who had uh, bad qualifying runs here yesterday, like Jimmy Johnson and Carl, uh, not Carl Edwards, but uh, Jimmy Johnson and Dale Earnhardt Jr., they did stay on the racetrack. There was about uh, 12 or 15 that stayed out, and so this shuffles the field a little bit and uh, turned things back around and gives them a little better track position for this next green flag run. Kurt Busch stayed out. He, Martin Truex, and Denny Hamlin, along with Tony Stewart. They'll be the top four. Brian Vickers, fifth. Sixth is Jimmy Johnson. Seventh, Casey Mears. 
Trevor Bain stayed out. He'll be in the eighth position. Bill Elliott the same. He's ninth, and J.J. Yaley will take tenth now. And I believe we see Jeff Gordon back in his pit down there. Let's uh, see if we can get a quick report. Yeah, Jeff Gordon is back in in this AARP drive to end hunger Chevrolet. They're working at the back of the race car right now. They've got a couple of the uh, the hand uh, cordless drills out underneath. Again, Jeff Gordon radioed in during that initial green flag run, said something didn't feel right with the right rear end of the race car. So they came back in a second time here and went up underneath the race car. We'll check with the team, find out exactly what they were doing under there. They have a lap to go when they come back to the start-finish line. One more lap around, and they'll put them back under green. No big surprises at the front of the field, Joe, thus far that we've seen this afternoon. Just good, simple, hard racing up there. It's going to be pretty much the same thing when we go back to green here in just a moment. It is Kurt Busch, Martin Truex Jr., Denny Hamlin, and Tony Stewart, and Brian Vickers, the top five. Rest of the top ten, Jimmy Johnson, sixth. Casey Mears is seventh. Trevor Bain is eighth. Bill Elliott's ninth. And tenth will be Michael McDowell. J.J. Yaley will be in the 11th position for the restart. Mike Skinner, 12th. Jamie McMurray will start in 13th. Casey Kane, 14th. And Ryan Newman, 15th. 16th is Joey Logano. Carl Edwards, who was leading, now 17th. He's one of those who came to pit road. Along with Kyle Busch, he'll be 18th. Greg Biffle, 19th. And Regan Smith is 20th. 21st, Kevin Harvick, 22nd. Brad Keselowski, 23rd. Clint Boyer. Paul Menard's 24th. And Bobby Labonte rides 25th. A.J. Allmendinger posted 26th. Jeff Burton, 27th. Mark Martin, 28th. David Rudeman, 29th. And Matt Kenseth is 30th. Quick update on Jeff Gordon, Alex. Uh, the reason he came down the second time, Joe, is the fact that the transponder fell off the race car, and that's the electronic scoring device that every car has. It's mounted up underneath the right rear corner on the frame of the race car. It fell off, so they had to get a new one back on there. He did uh, He did come to pit road this second time. He is going to be able to get his spot back after he came off uh, the track after his first, first pit stop. So Jeff Gordon will get that position back. Pace car behind the pit wall, double file restart. Here they come down to the line. Green flag goes back in the air. They'll chase Kurt Busch to turn number one. He is in the high groove going off into the corner. Might not be the place to be. It's going to be the place to be. Kurt Busch is going to make it stick using that high groove. Martin Truex Jr. will fall in line second, leaving a good battle for third. But here comes Denny Hamlin. He's going to battle for the second spot. He got the third spot off of turn number two and now challenges side-by-side side for the runner-up position into turn number three. Truex slides way up the racetrack. Hamlin is there in second and challenging for the race lead. Now he goes right for the lead as he gets by that uh, Truex car. He's all over Kurt Busch. Denny Hamlin trying to go to the front of the field now. Boy, leaning on Kurt Busch is Denny Hamlin. Denny diving that car to the bottom of the racetrack, going after your race leader. That's Kurt Busch. He'll lead him down the back straightaway. Denny Hamlin so strong on the bottom. He rides in second. Two car lengths behind race leader Kurt Busch as they hit turn number three. They're side-by-side side behind them. Side-by-side side with third. Vickers getting inside of Martin Truick Jr. That's where all the action is. As you drop back to third place, they cross the line and head back into turn number one. Martin Truick Jr. got a strong race car. He's not a bit bashful about kind of bumping and shoving a little bit through the corner. He's turn two. He slides up the racetrack just a little bit. That opens things up downstairs. Here comes Brian Vickers. That's the battle for third. For the second time by, they go side-by-side side for the third spot. It's allowed the front two to break away. Brian Vickers to the inside. He'll take that third spot away from Martin Stewart Jr., who now has to fend off the challenge from Tony Stewart. Tony Stewart sees the opening to the inside of the Martin Truex car. He wants a piece of this as well, and there he goes in turn one. It's a good battle for third on back. Four cars. Brian Vickers. Then comes a side-by-side battle. Tony Stewart. Martin Truex Jr. throw Jimmy Johnson in the mix as well. Martin Truex Jr. still hung up in that outside lane. He'll give way and fall back to the fifth position. Tony Stewart takes fourth, and he'll slide in the line 
just ahead of Timmy Johnson, who right now sits just outside of the front five. And there's some wild racing going on now, not only at the front of the field, back there for fifth, sixth, and seventh, leading all the way toward the tail end of the field back there. 25th position, Jeff Burton just hanging on. They had him three wide for a minute. And a good battle just a little bit in front of him. You've got Jamie McMurray working to the inside of Casey Mears, and now here comes Carl Edwards to go on the attack. Carl Edwards trying to race his way back up through the field, passing many of those cars that elected not to make a pit stop in a moment ago. Moves around Casey Mears with ease, and now closes in on both Jimmy Johnson and Jamie McMurray. Carl moves up to the eighth position, pulls down to the inside of the racetrack, tries to get by Jamie McMurray. Seventh place battle in turn one. That's up for grabs, and Carl Edwards may take it away right here. He will get by Jamie McMurray. Next in line, Ryan Newman. A couple of laps ago, we saw one car well off the pace. It was one Pablo Montoya. He's dropped all the way to the tail end of the field. Keeping an eye on that battle just outside of the top five for the sixth position. Jimmy Johnson has it, but here is Carl Edwards using a long way around the outside to try and make a pass on Johnson. Carl doing everything he can to find a lane out there where he can get back and lead some more of this race at the front of the field. The battle is on for the lead. May not last very long. Denny Hamlin to the inside of Kurt Busch. We've got a new race leader. It's Denny Hamlin. It was only a matter of time. Clearly stronger at the front of the field right now is Denny Hamlin on the inside of the racetrack was able to make the pass a half lap ago move push back into the second spot Brian Vickers closing in in third Denny Hamlin led a lot of this race last fall if you remember Barney had to come in for fuel and gave it up and he had a terrible week down at Daytona falling out getting caught up in crashes glad to get out of Florida and come out to Arizona and now he is leading the Subway Fresh Fit 500 as they head off to turn three. But unable to break away from Kurt Busch in that second spot still within a car length is Kurt three car lengths back to third place Brian Dickers. Tony Stewart is there in fourth and then that good battle for fifth. Martin Truex Jr. trying to fend off Carl Edwards. Landon Castle is taking his car back to the garage area. Dave Blaney's already back there and so is Joe Nemechek so we'll have three cars that are out of the race. Let's go back to the front of the field in turn two. They are three wide a little bit further back. Clint Boyer, Jimmy Johnson, Ryan Newman in formation. They stay three wide. And something's going to have to give three wide for a moment and at the middle Trouble of the back. turn number two. Robbie Gordon has gone around in a long slide in the grass. Comes Robbie Newman, or excuse me, Robbie Gordon. He brings that car to a rest about a foot off the inside safer barrier. He made contact with somebody, Joe, working off a turn number two and got that dodge turned around. It was a long, lazy slide for Robbie. Fortunately, just shy of making contact with an inside safer barrier. Yeah, he gets the car righted over there as uh, we see the service master clean caution out for the second uh, time here this afternoon at lap 34. Now, we told you something was going on with one Pablo Montoya. He was off the pace for a bit, has dropped back to 30th in the running order. Steve Post, what are they saying? The car is evil. That's what they're saying. The car is very, very tight. That means the nose of the car wants to slide up the racetrack. They worked on it on that pit stop on lap 22. Did not do too much as far as improving. It. So Juan Pablo, knowing that there was going to be a caution on lap 40, not knowing we have one now, where I'm soon they'll work, uh, sure they'll work on it, knowing that they had the caution, the competition caution, he just bailed out of it and got himself out of harm's way in the middle of the pack with that ill-handling race car. And here they come, actually, at this point to the uh, pit road. Juan Pablo going to be in. Also, Brian Vickers, who did not pit that last time by. He is in with a Red Bull Toyota. Here's Casey Kane in for the second time with his Red Bull car as well. Jamie McMurray is in. Clint Boyer is in. And Jeff Burton all getting fuel and uh, they're all getting uh, pit service here on lap number 35. Winston Kelly. Kurt Busch on for the first time. Same with Denny Hamlin and Tony Stewart. 
three guys that opted not to come down pit road. It's going to be the first time they're going to get to put in Sunoco fuel. Dale Earnhardt Jr. back in. Who's going to be the first off of pit road? Looks like Clint Boyer has a good stop. But Carl Edwards in that pit stall number one. First off, followed by Boyer and Brad Keselowski to Alex. And since this is the competition caution, NASCAR called that. They're allowed to put Sunoco fuel in it. Four fresh tires for most of the guys down here in the midsection. Kyle Busch, who had Martin Truex Jr. on Ryan Newman. Trevor Bain on the pit lane. Jeff Gordon came back down. They put right side tires on as they continue to dial the handling in on that Chevrolet. Robbie Gordon brought his car to pit road. He will be able to continue. They make a change of rubber on the car and send him back onto the racetrack. In 2021, NASCAR returns to Nashville. June 20th, Father's Day at Nashville Super Speedway. Be there when NASCAR's best return to Music City. Seating is limited, and we want you there. Visit NashvilleSuperspeedway.com to sign up for the ticket presale for the inaugural NASCAR Cup Series event at Nashville Super Speedway. June 20th, 2021, at Nashville Super Speedway. Sign up today for the exclusive ticket presale at NashvilleSuperspeedway.com. We're back at Phoenix International Raceway. Green flag is just being waved in the air, and they set sail to turn number one. Carl Edwards, the leader. Clint Boyer, second. Kurt Busch, third. Carl Edwards electing to start on the top side has paid off every time. It may not this time. He goes way up the banking. Here comes Clint Boyer side-by-side side for the race lead. It's going to be Carl Edwards coming out on top for the race lead. Side-by-side side for second. Clint Boyer to the inside. Kurt Busch up high. They'll lean on each other a bit off turn four. Behind that, Brad Keselowski coming alive. He's side-by-side side with Jeff Burton. Carl back at the point, though, watching a lot of action further back. Three wide deep in the pack is Matt Kenseth all the way up against the wall to make a pass. And he will make it stick and he will come out with position. He got by Paul Menard and Denny Hamlin. Meanwhile, top of the field, Carl Edwards. Leaders single out on the back straightaway. It is Carl Edwards by three. Carl hangs over Kurt Busch. Clint Boyer has faded to the third spot. Burton is right there in fourth. Brad Keselowski to round out the front five, all single file. Man, we were early in the race, and they're racing like the green flag is going to come out, and suddenly it'll be the checkered flag the way they're getting around this racetrack. 40 laps complete. Carl Edwards very much in command right now by maybe three or four car lengths. Kurt Busch rides second. Clint Boyer third. Fourth is Jeff Burton, and Brad Keselowski has worked his way up to fifth. The rest of the field heads over to turn three. Jeff Gordon goes sixth in line, followed by Regan Smith, Martin Truix Jr., A.J. Allmendinger. That's a good scramble for position, along with Paul Menard and David Rudiman. They go side-by-side just outside of the top ten. And we saw some smoke coming out of Paul Menard Chevrolet. The last trip through turns one and two will follow up in his pit in a few moments and see what may be going on there. Richard Childress Racing had some engine problems at Daytona last week. Not sure if that's the issue, but we'll follow up and see what the situation is on Paul Menard. It's Carl Edwards starting to stretch out his lead. He's got a half-second margin on Kurt Busch now with Clint Boyer riding in third, Jeff Burton fourth. Brad Keselowski completes the top five. A little further back, here's Regan Smith on the move. He was dueling with A.J. Allmendinger and got by coming off turn four. And A.J. wants it back. He'll dive his car to the bottom of the racetrack. He will bypass Regan Smith and now set his sights on Martin Truex Jr. That is A.J. Allmendinger trying to close in on Martin Truex Jr. Behind them, Regan Smith trying to fend off a hard-charging Denny Hamlin. All this battling from seventh on back, led by A.J. Allmendinger off the corner. Let's go down the pit road and check in quickly with Winston. Yeah, Joey Logano had to, had a strong car early on. If they think something's given up in the motor, possibly a valve spring or a rocker arm, came down pit road, sounded like it was definitely on seven cylinders. 
to problems for Joey Logano. J.J. Yaley also, they're taking his car back into the garage. He falls by the wayside, so that'll put uh, him in the garage along with Dave Blaney, Joe Nemechek. Now let's check him with Steve's post on Paul Menard. Yeah, you asked as much as you saw some smoke out of Paul Menard. The good news is that's not on the engine compartment. Bang quarter panels with somebody out there. The crew jumped up on the pit wall right now, Paul, saying it looks like the tires are all clear, but it was a little tire smoke out of that car as one of the fenders from some contact got down on one of the Goodyear Racing Eagles. Two teammates racing pretty hard for third place. That'll be Clint Boyer and Jeff Burton as they work their way off turn number four and head back down to the straightaway. Still, they're all chasing Carl Edwards. Carl looking pretty good right now. Kurt Busch is about nine-tenths of a second behind him in the number two position. They head to third two. The battle's going to be from third on back, and it's a good one. You've got Jeff Burton, then you've got Clint Boyer, then you've got a real good battle. Brad Keselowski right behind him comes Jeff Gordon. That's the battle from fourth on back. Keselowski has it. Gordon is there, as is Martin Truix Jr., as is A.J. Allmendinger. A four-way fight for that fourth position right now, led by Brad Keselowski. Working back off turn four down this long front straightaway here. The battle we're watching now. Brad Keselowski, Jeff Gordon, and Martin Truex. They're bumper to bumper in turn one. And then just throw in A.J. Allmendinger for good measure. Good four-car battle. Brad Keselowski trying to hold three drivers behind him. About to be a five-car battle. Denny Hamlin fast closing in on that battle from fifth on back. Those four cars, meanwhile, closing in on Clint Boyer. Boyer's car off the pace the last few laps, losing a lot of ground to his teammate, Jeff Burton, running third. Jeff Striegel, it looks like when uh, Carl Edwards and Kurt Busch move away and open up a little daylight, it breaks out back in third, fourth, and fifth place. Good hard racing there at the bottom of the track. Jeff Gordon really in the mix. Yeah, Jeff Gordon's been real good. That inside lane, Barney, is always so strong. If you can get your car to work down there, it'll go to the front. That's what Gordon's doing now. Made the pass a moment ago on Brad Keselowski, who slides up the racetrack. Martin Truix Jr. now goes by. Here comes A.J. Allmendinger to Keselowski's inside for the seventh spot. I see this all the time, Barney, particularly in turns three and four. If you get stuck in the outside lane, you really can't get that much grip. You'll want to get back down to the low side of the racetrack, and typically... You're not just losing one spot. You'll lose two, three, or maybe four spots. It's what happened to Brad Keselowski as he drops back and finally now falls back in line. Back in the field, I hadn't said a whole lot about Mark Martin. He's steadily coming up. Mark up to the 19th position, starting to close in on Ryan Newman. Pretty good battle there in turn four. Just moved around Greg Biffle a moment ago. Made that pass and now closes to within two car lengths on Ryan Newman that lies just ahead. We haven't given you a full field rundown in a while, particularly since they made that last round of pit stops. Let's do that right now. Carl Edwards in command. He's the leader. Kurt Busch is second. Trouble turn number one. It's Trevor Bain has backed his Ford into the outside retaining wall, making contact with one car under braking going into turn number one. And the guy that won the hearts of everybody one week ago in the winning the Daytona 500, Trevor Bain, has pounded the outside retaining wall with the rear end of that Ford. We knew he'd get a lot of attention here today, but he didn't want to get, get the attention this way. In 2021, NASCAR returns to Nashville. June 20th, Father's Day at Nashville Super Speedway. Be there when NASCAR's best return to Music City. Seating is limited, and we want you there. Visit NashvilleSuperspeedway.com, sign up for the ticket presale for the inaugural NASCAR Cup Series event at Nashville Super Speedway. June 20th, 2021 at Nashville Super Speedway. Sign up today for the exclusive ticket presale at NashvilleSuperspeedway.com. 
Today's broadcast of the Subway Fresh Fit 500 on MRN Radio is brought to you in part by Sprint, proud sponsor of the NASCAR Sprint Cup Series, by Freightliner Trucks, the official hauler of NASCAR, by the new 2011 Ford F-150, built Ford Tough, and by Coke Classic. Open a Coke and enjoy the race. We're back at the Phoenix International Raceway. We are still under the Service Master Clean Caution. They're cleaning up the racetrack down in turns one and two. It's going to take a little more than two or three more laps to get it back into a green condition. So let's swing back over to turn number two and kind of recap that race between uh, Trevor Bain and I think Travis Quapple involved in that one. Yeah, that's the way it looked from uh, my standpoint, Barney. It looked as though, you know, this this could have one of those deals where it may involve the spotter. And the reason why I say that it looked as though Trevor was trying to make the pass on Travis Quapple and perhaps thought he had cleared him, so he wanted to get back up against the outside retaining wall. And when he did that, he had not cleared Travis, and Travis caught him in the corner, and that turned him around, and that sent uh, Trevor on a long slide up into the outside uh, safer uh, barrier. One thing about that Motocraft Ford, it is all used up. The rear end not completely out of it. The back end shortened by a good two feet or so. Uh, Trevor able uh, Barney to climb out of that race car, wave to the fans, and uh, take that mandatory ride to the care center. But, you know, it's just one of those deals here that uh, you've got to be able to clear yourself before you can make a move. Trevor wasn't. And unfortunately, it cost them today here in Phoenix. Another good lesson. Yeah, just, uh, that's all you can chalk it up to. And and a, and a lesson in how this sport can humble you so oh, yeah. quickly. One year you've, uh, one week you've won the Daytona 500. Next week you've crashed two cars, uh, three if you count the Nationwide car yesterday. He's had a tough time here at uh, Phoenix International Raceway, but he showed us a lot last week. He's a very talented young driver. And uh, the Wood Brothers, with some good equipment for him, I think we'll see some more out of uh, Trevor Bain. This is just a tough racetrack, let's face oh, it. yes, it is. It's very easy to get in trouble over there. As we're getting ready to go back to green now, it looks like when they come around, they'll get the indication one more lap, or are they going to cut them loose on this one? We'll find out in a minute. Green flag will be coming out this time, Barney. Uh, they gave the one-to-go signal last time by, and so here's the way they stack up. Kurt Busch and Brad Keselowski on the front row. Tony Stewart and Matt Kenseth on row two. It's Brian Vickers restarting in fifth. Casey Kane sixth. Then Greg Biffle, Marcus Ambrose, Travis Quapple, and Martin Truex Jr. Green flag is out. Kurt Busch on the jump. He pulls out in front of Keselowski. He is long gone by some three car lengths before they get back to turn number one, leaving the battle for second. Inside lane. You've got Brad Keselowski make it even further down. Here comes Tony Stewart. They're three wide. Matt Kenseth will take that second spot behind them. Three wide for third for a moment. Tony Stewart will take that position. Casey Kane goes to fourth, but he's trying to fend off Marcus Ambrose. Ambrose to the inside takes the fourth spot away from Kane. Tony Stewart did not hesitate even a moment over there. When he saw just a little bit of an opening going down the back straightaway, he put his car right into third place. Is he, is he trying to get more in turn one? He definitely is trying to get more. Here comes Tony Stewart. He's got the third spot. Got his sights set on Matt Kenseth, who's got second. That's the battle for the second position halfway down the back straightaway. Kenseth has it by a car length over Tony Stewart. Four more car lengths back to Marcus Ambrose. And then a mad scramble from fifth on back. Red Bull Racing teammates go side-by-side. Casey Kane and Brian Vickers. They race side-by-side. Behind them is Greg Biffle. Another side-by-side battle further back with Brad Keselowski and Martin Truex. And further up, Tony Stewart to the inside of Matt Kenseth. He'll take away that second spot. 
further back now. Red Bull Racing going after one another as they work the dog leg. Side by side, second time by. Casey Kane to the outside, Brian Vickers to the inside. This time, Vickers going to tuck in the line just behind Casey Kane and just ahead of Greg Biffle, Raptors last team, Martin Truick Jr. At the front of the field, Kurt Busch has waved bye-bye to everybody right now, at least for the moment. Tony Stewart trying to chase him down. Tony's about nine-tenths of a second behind in turn two. And then a little bit further back, you got some side-by-side racing. Martin Truex Jr. and Brad Keselowski further back. Ryan Newman blown away. Kyle Busch, he makes contact with Carl Edwards. Carl Edwards threw the dog leg, and now they're spinning further back. An incredible save for Carl Edwards, but it's Kevin Harvick that goes around. A solo spin on the back straightaway had nowhere to go as they stacked up, and Carl Edwards is in trouble. That car nearly stopped here in turn number four. Jeff Gordon also stopped in turn number four, involved in the incident. A tough break for Jeff Gordon, Carl Edwards, and also, it looked like Kevin Harvick a moment ago. That car spun and has since been righted. Service master clean caution for the fourth time this afternoon. Let's go back and check in with Jeff Striegel. It happened. It started there in front of you. Well, it did indeed, and it was Kyle Busch. At least it, it appeared as so it was Kyle Busch, Joe, and it looked as though he was off the pace, and he was trying to get that car gathered in, and all of a sudden he shoots across the racetrack, and Carl Edwards was there. Now, the problem for Carl was he was approaching the uh, dog leg, and there is a great big, we call them rumble strips. It's basically concrete to separate the grass from the race racing surface, and Carl hit that with the front valence of that race car, and you just saw parts begin to fly. Well, that stacked up the field, and uh, Kyle Ricky, from then on, you had cars spinning all over the racetrack. Three big heavy hitters involved here at the second half of the back straightaway. Once they got through the dogleg, Carl Edwards got back onto the racetrack. That car slowed a bunch, and Kevin Harvick simply had nowhere to go. That car spawned the Jimmy John Chevrolet. Also, Jeff Gordon involved. A lot of right side damage. Carl Edwards has since taken his car. Looked like, from my position here in turn number four back to the garage a moment ago go down the pit road steve post a couple of cars coming in here at lap number 60 taking advantage of this caution flag let's go down to winston kelly and we're going to try to we were down here in carl edwards pit to see if he came into pit road joe so around the hook here so we'll follow up with those pit stops in just a moment to alex and here's jeff gordon in he was involved in that incident crew working on the right side they got the baseball bats out and the mallets to try to straighten the sheet metal out doing that on the left front corner as well bobby labani jimmy johnson they're on for four fresh tires also kyle bush who was involved in the incident they're checking the toe in on the right side of the orange and silver combos toyota just to make sure everything is correct on the handling of that race car and they're still pulling sheet metal away from Kyle Busch's car as he now puts it in gear and drives away. Jeff Gordon still on the pit lane as they continue to pull the sheet metal off the left front. Winston, what back in front of you? Uh, we got Mark Martin came back down pit road. He's one of the guys that came in and got service on this end. You mentioned that Tony Stewart did not come in last time. Going back up, check out to see if he came in. Carl Edwards is going to take his car to the garage area. So after a strong run early, Carl Edwards, the pole sitter, Looks like his chances of winning have gone out the window. Let's pause 10 seconds for station identification on the Motor Racing Network. Welcome back to Phoenix. I'm Joe Moore alongside Barney Hall, Jeff Striegel, and Kyle Rickey in the turns today. Winston Kelly, Alex Hayden, and Steve Post 
on pit road. We're at lap 61 of 312 that make up the total distance, and it's been a pretty rowdy one already. Four caution flags have waved, and for the second week in a row, Barney, amazing to look out there and see some of the names that have been caught up in trouble. Some of the same guys who had problems last week at Daytona. It can happen so quickly here, just like we saw. In fact, we were talking about, about that just a moment ago before this caution flag came out, how easy it was to get in trouble. We are under caution. 61 laps are complete. Kurt Busch, Tony Stewart, Matt Kenseth, Marcus Ambrose, and Casey Kane posted as the top five. Let's check in with Weston Kelly. Mark Martin, one of those guys that had some trouble. He had damage to the right front of his car. They pulled away some of the sheet metal and cut away one of the brake ducts, the uh, air hoses. It kind of runs cooling air into the brake uh, ducts here at uh, on the right front of the car. So Mark Martin, the only guy has come back down pit road with damage. How about in front of you, Alex? Jeff Gordon was back in Winston. The car certainly uh, got away with that. Jeff Gordon did. The, the sheet metal certainly not perfect, but it is wrinkled up just a bit. Everything looks to be good around all four corners. They did get it off the right rear, the, the sheet metal off the right rear Goodyear. Same with the left front. Those are the major parts. Kevin Harvick back on for about the third time under this caution. He's got some significant cosmetic damage. Here's Kyle Busch back on the pit lane again. This time they're going to go to work on the left side of Kyle Busch's car. They've got Jack stands out as Jeff Gordon, his brakes squeaking in the background. He makes another stop. They go back to work on the right rear corner of Jeff Gordon's car. Work continuing for Kyle Busch. They've got the Jack stands out underneath the left side of that machine. And as Joe told you a moment ago, some of the top hitters that are involved in that coming early here this afternoon, Mark Martin, Kyle Busch, Jeff Gordon, Kevin Harvick, and Carl Edwards, all in trouble. Exactly what they did not want to see happen in the second race of the year. I mean, you're talking about getting into a deep, deep hole. If you're two races in and have problems like these guys, many of the ones we're just talking about, Jeff Gordon, uh, Kevin Harvick, and, and Kyle Busch, problems there at Daytona, and they back it up with trouble again here at Phoenix International Raceway this afternoon. Now, Harvick it looks like he'll be okay. I couldn't see the left side of the car. The right side looked clean. He made a stop, moved back onto the racetrack. Some of the others continue to come down pit road and check to see what kind of uh, damage repair they can do on their cars. Here's Jeff Gordon. This time he will bypass the entrance of pit road, so apparently they feel like that car is okay. And Kevin Harvick as well involved in the crash will continue on. You sure see some battle scars out there, though. Yep, and you see some big names in the garage. Carl Edwards is one of those. Trevor Bain, another. Michael McDowell and Dave Blaney and Joe Nemechek all in the garage as we are seeing sheet metal get torn up right and left here early in the event this afternoon. 63 laps are complete. There's 249 remaining to be run. Let's uh, check in the garage. Steve Post is back there. Uh, Watch the scene like that. I guess everybody's beating and banging, trying to do all the repairs they can. Yeah, I believe they are back in the garage area. Trevor Bain has come out of the care center. We'll catch up with him in just a little bit, and we'll catch up back in the garage momentarily. With 63 laps complete, they are showing Kurt Busch as a leader. We'll take a quick look at the top ten. Tony Stewart, he came from nowhere a moment ago, made a couple of really good moves over there to get himself in a position to take the lead in this thing as they are crossing the start-finish line. going to be another lap or so before we go back to green. Matt Kenseth, one lap as a matter of fact. Matt Kenseth has moved up to third again. Marcus Ambrose, hey, where'd he come from? All of a sudden, Marcus is doing well. He is in fourth place. Casey Kane is fifth. Brian Vickers back in the thick of things in the top ten. He is sixth. Greg Mipple's moved up to seventh. Martin Truex Jr., can't say enough about him. He's had a good car all day long, stayed inside the top ten. He's eighth right now. And Brad Keselowski shows ninth. And as you pointed out, Denny Hamlin really needs something good to happen for this team. They've kind of been in a funk for a while, but right now he's looking pretty good here. He's in 10th. Jamie McMurray lines up 11th for the restart. Ryan Newman in 12th. Travis Quapples 13th. Jeff Burton 14th. And Clint Boyer is 15th. 16th for the restart. David Rudiman. Regan Smith is 17th. 
Dale Earnhardt Jr., 18th. Casey Mears, 19th. And 20th is Andy Lally. 21st, Robbie Gordon. 22nd, Tony Raines. Mike Skinner, 23rd. 24th will be David Gilliland. 25th, Joey Logano. In 26th, that will be David Reagan. 27th is Juan Pablo Montoya. 28th, A.J. Allmendinger. 29th is Paul Menard. And 30th is Bobby Labonte as they get ready to go back to green. They're just coming off turn number four, and I believe they're going to let them go. Green flag about to be displayed once again as the field comes down. No, they're getting the one-to-go signal once again. They waved off the green, and so we'll uh, rack them up one more time and make a, a lap around the track before we get it rolling. 65 laps are racing. I don't know if we can stand the rest of this day if it stays as crazy as this has been. 11 lead changes. Seven different drivers have taken turns at the front of the field. They're showing 36 cars currently on the lead lap, and we're just cleaning up from our fourth caution flag of the day. And Jeff Striegel, no no one car that's run in the top five and six all afternoon has showed that much dominance, maybe for a lap or two, but not for long. Yeah, well, you're exactly right. You know, we've talked about that clean air and how well it works, and a lot of cars have taken their turn up front, but they haven't been able to stay there. You're right, and some of those cars that you're talking about that have been up front and did show some strength, well, they're either at the tail end of the field now or, even worse yet, they're probably in the garage area getting ready to load it up and go home. Check this up. Uh, the uh, point standings right now, Jeff Gordon is 33rd. Jimmy Johnson, the five-time champ, is 30th. That's mm. how far down they are. Now, they're only 58 points back. That doesn't sound like a whole lot, but again, with this new point scheme yeah. we have now, that's a ton, and it's going to be hard to make up uh, that kind of distance. But again, luckily, we're early in the season. Long ways to go here in 2011. Meanwhile, here we go. Green flag racing coming up again here at Phoenix International Raceway. The field works off turn number four, and they're on the gas. Great restart for Brad Keselowski. Pulls out in front. Heads off into turn one. Kurt Busch there. Tony Stewart and Marcus Ambrose. That's where the battle's going to be from second on back. Marcus Ambrose just going to power around the outside of Tony Stewart. He'll grab the second spot. Now they're spinning once again. Around goes Brian Vickers. He's in the outside retaining wall. And other cars beginning to slide towards Kyle Ricky. Five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten cars collected on the back straightaway at a near head-on hit for Jamie McMurray a moment ago. Half the field nearly having to stop off of turn number two to avoid this wreck. Jeff Burton comes by with a ton of damage. Dale Earnhardt Jr. has damage. Clint Boyer comes by with damage. Some other cars, Bobby Labonte, all tore up in the right front corner. Andy Lally was involved. David Rudiman was involved. Casey Mears, the cars continue to pour by with damage. Also, uh, David Gilliland appears like that he's also involved in this wreck after a great run last week in Daytona. Nearly half of the field into the outside wall or into each other on the back straightaway. Jimmy McMurray now tries to get his car righted on the back straightaway and continue on. Robbie Gordon also involved in turn number four. Let's check in with Steve Post. Trevor Bain has come out of the infield care center. Trevor, uh, what happened out on the racetrack? I don't know. We were uh, battling with a 13 car there a little bit, and uh, I don't know if it was a 38 behind us or who, but um, something happened, and uh, either I came up or he kind of poked his nose in there on the last second on the top of us, uh, getting into one, and after that there was nothing we could do. I uh, tried to stay in the gas and keep it turning, but then it just backed into the wall. Um, man, it's tough coming off of our high there at Daytona to, to come to this, but, uh, you know, we, we got a great race team behind us. We'll be back at Vegas. Um, I hate it ended this way this weekend, but uh, we'll be back. That's Trevor Bain. It's a humbling sport right now. He's out of the care center. He's all right. That's the good news here at Phoenix. And NASCAR has put this race under a red flag to 
clean up some of the carnage that happened over there in the back straightaway. Several cars getting involved in it. We'll reset that when we come back. For news and interviews from motorsports all over the nation and around the world, check out MRN Motorsports Monday, 1230 Eastern on MotorRacingNetwork.com. Woody Kane and Marty Huff give you the latest from the short tracks, super speedways, road courses, and dirt tracks. You can catch it live each Monday at 1230 Eastern only on MotorRacingNetwork.com. Stay up to speed with the latest from all motorsports with Motor Racing Network's podcast and live streaming shows. In 2021, NASCAR returns to Nashville. June 20th, Father's Day at Nashville Super Speedway. Be there when NASCAR's best return to Music City. Seating is limited, and we want you there. Visit NashvilleSuperspeedway.com. Sign up for the ticket presale for the inaugural NASCAR Cup Series event at Nashville Super Speedway. June 20th, 2021 at Nashville Super Speedway. Sign up today for the exclusive ticket presale at NashvilleSuperspeedway.com. We are back at the Phoenix International Raceway. The garage filling up now with some of those cars. Got a lot of damage over there in the back straightaway. Let's check in again with Steve Post. Yeah, Jeff Burton has climbed out of the Caterpillar Chevrolet. He's holding court with reporters down here. We'll see if we can ease in here. Jeff, what happened out on the racetrack? Uh, the late 83 got loose, uh, you know, under throttle off the two. And, uh, you know, he was, I don't know if he was second or fourth, but he was right up there. And just the whole field's behind him and just nowhere to go. And everybody got bottled up. That's Jeff Burton. Pretty much describes it and balled up is what it looks like down here in the garage area as well. My gosh, there goes the wounded race car of Andy Lally. That car is crunching to the front as well. A lot of damage that came out of that uh, crash as they all got together on the back straightaway. And we're still under the red flag as a lot of cleanup is taking place over there. Uh, so far, the list, and this is probably partial, Jamie McMurray, Brian Vickers, Clint Boyer, Bobby Labonte, David Rudeman, Casey Mears, uh, David uh, Gellin, and I mentioned him, uh, Regan Smith got some of it, uh, Jeff Burton, and Travis Quapple. At least uh, that group of, what, 10 or 11 cars involved here at lap 66. And just before that, we had the crash back at lap 59 that uh, damaged uh, Kevin Harvick's car along with Jeff Gordon and put Carl Edwards in the garage and also some damage on uh, Kyle Busch's car. So a wild and crazy start. Everybody said they wanted to, uh, you know, get the season started, come out to Phoenix, kind of yeah. get things going. They're probably saying, you know, uh, we should have never come out here. It was looking pretty good there for a while, though. We had some great racing at the front of the field and back in the middle of the pack, and and we probably will when this thing gets back under green. Let's check in with Winston Kelly right now. Uh, one of the guys that has a lot of damage is Bobby Labonte. We'll talk about them in just a minute. I believe Alex Hayden has caught up with Jamie McMurray. Who fortunately has just walked out of the infield care center. Jamie, awful hard hit. First of all, you okay? Yeah, I was, I was good. I don't. Uh, I saw the replay in the in the media center, like the 83, maybe cut a tire down, and uh, you know it's just it's really tight back there. It's uh, it's a bad place to have a wreck because there's nowhere to go. Um, and I, you know, I was the guy that got slowed down, and whoever was behind me just wasn't able to. And once you get hit um, from behind that hard, you're just along for the ride. Jamie McMurray, good news, he's okay. Bad news, you can add his race car to the list of them that have been wadded up here at Phoenix tonight. Let's go back to pit road and Winston Kelly. Well, there's four cars sitting here with heavy damage. Uh, some of them may be able to continue, some of them may not. Bobby Labonte all crunched up the front of his uh, Clorox Toyota, the JTG Jardy car, just all wadded up on the front. The crewmen looking over it. They can't do any work on it under red flag conditions, but they're going to hope to get him back on pit road. Uh, the UPS Ford of David Reagan with some damage all the way down the right side of his automobile. Behind him, Casey Mears in his Toyota. He's got heavy damage down the right side, and it looks like just behind him is uh, David Rudeman, a couple of pit stalls back. His damage all the way down the left side, so a lot of carnage here on pit road these guys, I'm guessing some of them are going to have to take it to the garage and try to make some 
some repairs to get back on the racetrack. It looks like we're uh, with about 15 laps to go down here, Barney, and maybe somewhere like Martins. Well, I'll tell you what, there's a lot of damaged race cars. Yep, we can, that's the biggest reason NASCAR has put this uh, red flag out to uh, clean up over in the back straightaway and all around the, the uh, racetrack. Let's check in with Alex Hayden down at the Care Center. Unfortunately, uh, talking with Travis Quapple down here. Travis, uh, your version of what happened on the racetrack. Yeah, I don't know. We were uh, a couple rows back from it, and we saw somebody get sideways way up by the wall. Everybody checked up, and then I thought I had it cleared, and somebody came from the infield and just KO'd me in the left rear and uh, went around for the ride, hit the wall pretty hard on the inside, but it's unfortunate we had a pretty uh, pretty fast long John Silver Sport. We were up in the mix and uh, trying to make some gains on it. We still had some work to do to get the car handling better, but um, you know, I was it was a positive day for us, even though we're uh, you know we're sitting here in the garage wrecked. Tough break today for Travis Quapple. Good news, he's okay. A lot yeah. of work continues over there on the dog leg on the back side of the track where this incident occurred. As we remain under the red flag, let's check in with Kyle Ricky on uh, the progress. Uh, we talked a few minutes ago about some 10 or 12 cars involved, a lot of them front-end damage, and unfortunately that's where a lot of the fluids are in these NASCAR Sprint Cup Series race cars. And When you crunch the front end in, chances are you're going to lose a lot of that fluid, and a lot of that fluid has gone out onto the racetrack right now. The uh, inside groove and the apron of the racetrack uh, below the yellow line uh, being cleaned up right now. A lot of uh, the speedy drive being placed down on the racetrack all the way down the back straightaway and at the bottom of turns three and four. Still a lot of work to be done at this end of the racetrack right now. Brian Vickers was right in the middle of all that going over there. Steve Post is with him. Yeah, Brian is down here talking to reporters. Brian, what happened out on the racetrack? Uh, the 17 ran us into the wall. Uh, door slammed us in the middle of the corner, coming out of turn two. 67 laps into a to a very, very long race. Uh, felt like it was unnecessary, and I'm sure it'll come back to, to haunt him. You're the second driver to talk about. Was it pretty aggressive out there? Clint Boyer said it's kind of crazy out there thus far. Yeah, I think it's pretty aggressive to be here in the race. I, I mean, definitely what 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 might happen to Matt. I, I um, you know, in general, I mean, I think everyone's racing hard because track position is important. You know, all the cars are so even, and and uh, it's so hard to pass right now. You can get beside someone, and it's very, very difficult to complete the pass. So, uh, you know, guys are really racing hard for that position for every single spot. Um, but in general, I, I didn't have anybody that I felt raced me unnecessarily hard or unnecessarily rough up until we got wrecked. That's Brian Vickers and a lot of damage on the Red Bull Toyota down here in the garage area. Ten minutes already under the red flag as the cleanup continues on the dog leg here at Phoenix International Raceway after a 10 to 12 car pileup over there on lap 67. For all things Sprint Car, check out Winged Nation every Tuesday at 12:30 Eastern on MotorRacingNetwork.com. Steve Post and Kendra Jacobs keeps you up to date with news and interviews from the dirt track. Catch it live Tuesdays at 12:30 Eastern on MotorRacingNetwork.com. Stay up to speed with the latest from all motorsports with Motor Racing Network's podcasts and live streaming shows. Red flag has been withdrawn here at Phoenix. The caution flag comes out. We were shut down for 13 minutes and 45 seconds, and now the cars begin to roll once again, and work begins back in the garage to try to repair these cars best they can and get them back out to uh, continue to try to dig out of this hole many of these guys are in, Barn. This is an unusual situation at Phoenix. We started coming here back in 1988, and we've had a few incidents that happened maybe on the racetrack where we take four or five cars. But very seldom do you see anything like picking up 8, 10, or 12 cars getting caught up in a wreck at this speedway. That's usually a Daytona thing or a Talladega yeah. thing. Yeah, typically at Phoenix there are two, three, four, five car incidents. But, uh, man, we've had a couple of uh, big ones already today, and we're just getting started good. 67 laps complete of 312 that make up the total distance here today. Let's uh, follow up on another one of the cars we told you that looked like they had some damage on it, Regan Smith. He didn't go to the garage 
but his crew's back there, and Jeff Striegel, apparently, he's got some pretty significant damage. Yeah, I think he knocked a radiator out of it. He certainly uh, knocked the front end off of that car. He brought it to a stop over there, Joe, in turn number one, and then all of a sudden you could see all the water starting to drain out of it. He actually rolled it down onto the apron, and uh, he more than likely is going to make a beeline to the garage, and they'll have to go to work on that car as well. Another one of the drivers who had a great run at Daytona. He finished seventh in the 500 last Sunday, started fifth today, a great qualifying run here. And now with uh, some work to do to get that Furniture Row Chevy back in the field running. Here comes everybody to pit road. He stops at lap 68. It'll be Kurt Busch bringing them in. Marcus Ambrose, the rest of the field. Let's go down to Alex Hayden. 50 or rather 45 miles an hour here at Phoenix. Martin Truex Jr., he'll come in. Brad Keselowski, he'll come in. Also, this will be routine service along with Jimmy Johnson and Kyle Busch and A.J. Allmendinger. I'm quite sure everybody will take four fresh Goodyear Eagles, two cans of Sunoco Racing gasoline. After all the debris out there, they want to make sure no punctures at all, Winston Kelly. Tony Stewart opting for two tires. He's going to easily be the first off of Pitt Road. Kurt Busch with four. He's going to follow him out four for Greg Biffle. Same thing. For Dale Earnhardt Jr., they're changing those left side tires, pumping in that second can of Sunoco fuel on Dale Earnhardt Jr.'s and a lot of the other cars who's have had some damage. They return to the racetrack as well. So service for just about everybody down there coming in, at least the survivors. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and the work continues back in the garage there. Again, they cannot work on the cars under the red flag, so now they're getting busy trying to repair these cars and get them back out onto the racetrack. If you look at the leaderboard here, Barney, just about half the field is in the garage at this stage of the race. Yeah, Regan Smith is in the garage, Andy Lally, Brian Vickers, Jamie McMurray, Jeff Burton, Travis Quapel, Clint Boyer, Robbie Gordon, Carl Edwards, Trevor Bain, Michael McDowell, Dave Blaney, and Joe Nemechek. Hard to believe that many cars caught up in that wreck over there. This early in the race, particularly. Yep. Let's take a look at the AutoZone leaderboard here. Is now they're stacking up. We'll have a couple of laps before we go back onto the green flag. They're showing Denny Hamlin now at the front of the field with Ryan Newman taking second. Paul Bernard is third. Jeff Gordon fourth. And Tony Raines fifth. Sixth is Joey Logano. Seventh is Mike Skinner. Eighth is Casey Mears. Tony Stewart ninth. And Kurt Busch tenth. Marcus Ambrose is 11th, Mark Truex Jr. is 12th, Matt Kent is 13th, 14th is Greg Biffle, Brad Keselowski is 15th, Casey Kane 16th, 17th is Jimmy Johnson, 18th will be Kevin Harvick, 19th is Juan Pablo Montoya, Bobby Labonte is 20th. 21st is Dale Earnhardt Jr., 22nd is David Reagan, Bill Elliott's 23rd, A.J. Allmendinger 24th, and Mark Martin 25th. 26th is Kyle Busch, and those are the cars on the lead lap. 27th is David Gilliland, one lap down. 28th is Regan Smith, who's now in the garage, along with David Rudiman in 29th and 30th, Andy Lally. Let's check with Steve Post in the garage. Yeah, Regan Smith, the car is uh, battered on the front end, and they're working just tearing the front end right off from it. They're going to rebuild it. That radiator is gone. It's shot in it. Regan sits behind the wheel of the car, and he has the window net down, which traditionally means he's all right to chat with us. The problem is, is there's crew guys working all up and down the side of the car. So Regan Smith, they're going to continue to work on the Furniture Row Chevrolet and see if they can get him back out on the track. It will be wounded but he should be able to get back out on the racetrack. At least uh, that's what the hope is right now down here. We gave you the top 30. Let's take you through the rest of the field. 31st is Brian Vickers, 32nd, Jamie McMurray, Jeff Burton, 33rd, Travis Quapel, 34th, Clint Boyer, 35th, Robbie Gordon, 36th, Carl Edwards, 37th, Landon Castle, 38th, 39th belongs to J.J. Yaley. Trevor Bain in 40th, that's where he'll finish. Finishing 41st will be Michael McDowell, 42nd, Dave Blaney, and 43rd, Joe Nemechek. That's a quick look at the AutoZone leaderboard. Get in the zone. 
AutoZone. A couple more guys coming to pit road. We saw Mark Martin in a few moments ago. Also Kyle Busch and A.J. Allmendinger were in, Alex. Yeah, A.J. Allmendinger, he was uh, one of those that was caught up in the mess out there as well, putting some duct tape around the left front of the car as well as the right rear of that Valvoline red, white, and blue Ford. Also Kyle Busch, they're still working on the toe-in on the right side of the car. And part of what Carl Edwards said about Kyle having a bad handling race car and frustrated with it, earlier in the event, he and Kevin Harvick made slight contact. That put Kyle Busch into the outside wall with the right rear corner, and it's knocked the uh, toe in askew on that. And Winston, I believe Mark Martin was back in as well. Yeah, they rebuilt the nose section on the right front of the car. They actually cut up one of the uh, the actual bumper sections and pop revved it onto the right front of the car so Mark Martin could get some downforce on the right front of, of his Chevrolet. So Mark Martin, who was involved in an accident a couple of accidents ago, has uh, repairs to his car and back on the racetrack. And Joe, a lot of those guys we talked about at, at Daytona that had a bad finish down there. There was a lot of the guys that had a good finish down there, but unfortunately today they're caught up in that accident that happened over there in the back straightaway. Trevor Bain, one of those, David Gilliland, Bobby Labonte, Regan Smith. I think Bill Elliott was lucky enough to get through it. David Reagan looked like he got a little damage over there. But they had a good good time, so to speak, at Daytona. Not so good today. Yeah, it's a tough way to go here, second race of the year, to have uh, two bad races in a row like some of these guys have. But long way to go. We'll see how things shake out here today. 240 laps are remaining, and we're getting ready to go back under green at Phoenix. Denny Hamlin and Ryan Newman, they're up front. Paul Menard, Jeff Gordon, and Tony Stewart, that's your front five. As they come off turn four, the pace car is already on pit road, and the green flag goes in the air once again. Denny Hamlin with a great jump. He heads the field going into the corner, but he has plenty of company there. Everybody wanted to start on the top side, but Denny Hamlin said, I'll take it down low. Ryan Newman's going to try to rim right around. They are side by side for the race lead here at Phoenix. And it may just pay off for him in that outside lane. That is Ryan Newman taking the race lead into turn number three, but slides up the track. Here comes Denny Hamlin battling back on the bottom. He'll assume the top spot off turn four. Ryan Newman is second. Denny Hamlin brings him out of the corner. He has the lead for the moment, but right now, Ryan Newman's trying to take it back. So is Jeff Gordon and Kurt Busch. They go to turn two. Ryan Newman could have tucked in line behind Denny Hamlin, said, no, I'll take a top side. Go after him. He'll go after the race lead. He's going to go side by side. Further behind them, they stack him two by two. Side by side for the four spot. Here comes Tony Stewart to the inside of Kurt Busch. Meanwhile, they continue side by side for the lead. Denny Hamlin and Ryan Newman with Jeff Gordon there in third and the best seat in the house. Newman swings around this time on the outside lane. He'll pick up the lead of the start-finish line and head back to one. Ryan Newman's got the top spot. Then comes Denny Hamlin, Jeff Gordon. He's under attack. Here comes Tony Stewart looking to the inside. Behind them, it's Kurt Busch. That's your top five. Kurt Busch rounds out the front five, and he is under fire from Marcus Ambrose. But Ambrose slides up off of turn number two, opens the door for Martin Truix Jr. on the bottom. Further up, Hamlin flies up the racetrack, moves Jeff Gordon into the second spot. They're really racing hard back in the ninth place also. That involves Matt Kenseth, Casey Kane, Jimmy Johnson, Kevin Harvick, and Brett Keselowski. But Ryan Newman very much in command by a couple of car lengths over in turn two. And the battle's going to be on for third. Here comes Tony Stewart as Denny Hamlin again slides up the racetrack, and Stewart looking to the inside. Denny Hamlin struggling a bit right now, keeping his FedEx Toyota on the bottom side of the speedway. This time in turn number three, plants it right to the bottom of the racetrack. Right in front of Tony Stewart, Kevin Harvick is there along with Martin Truex Jr. 
Good battle for the seventh position now. Marcus Ambrose has it. Greg Biffle's trying to take it away in turn one. Greg Biffle diving to the bottom of the racetrack. Right behind him, Casey Kane and Jimmy Johnson doing the same thing. Further up, side by side. Battle for the race lead. Side by side down the back straightaway, but it was short-lived as they hit turn number three. New race leader Jeff Gordon moves in and around Ryan Newman. Newman tucks in the line in second. The front two have been able to break away from third place, Denny Hamlin. Jeff Gordon made that look awful easy heading up the back sheet to grab the lead. The question is now can he hang on to it he takes the field back to turn two he's trying to drive away right now is jeff gordon he's opened up five car lengths back to ryan newman another five more back to denny hamlin that's your top three and then the battle for fourth continues tony stewart has the position but martin truix jr continues to close in as does today's pole center kurt bush riding in that sixth spot a four-way battle from third on back jimmy johnson picks up some ground he just grabbed the 10th position getting by paul menard trying to dig out of the hole that he's in here this afternoon even deeper in the pack, his teammate Mark Martin on the move in turn one. He's going to dive his car right to the bottom of the racetrack. So that beaten, battered, lime green and orange car that Mark Martin's behind the wheel of is starting to make some hay. He's trying to get that car back to the front. Moved around David Gilliland a moment ago and now closes in on Brad Keselowski who lies just ahead. Keselowski in a battle of his own trying to get to the inside of A.J. Allmendinger and Juan Pablo Montoya. Marcus Ambrose having a pretty good run also. He's been kind of sandwiched in there from six. 7th and 8th position, swapping it around down there. Currently he is 7th, having a good run in turn 2. He's having a very good run and he's in the catbird seat watching a good 4-car battle right in front of him. Side by side for a moment, but they will single out ahead of Marcus Ambrose. Side by side behind Ambrose though, just into the top 10. Casey Kane moving to the inside of Greg Biffle. Jimmy Johnson in the low Chevrolet part of that battle as well. Jeff Gordon, the race leader, got some battle scars on the side of that uh, Chevy, but apparently it did not hurt it at all because he's starting to check out, Barney, as a about the biggest lead anyone has so far today. He's been very good at this racetrack since he started racing here back in 1988. His, his lead right now getting bigger in turn three. Continues to pull away at the front of the field up to about 15 car lengths over Ryan Newman. The battle continues for third. Hamlin slides up the racetrack move Tony Stewart to that third spot. Martin Truitt Jr. to fourth. They settle down coming back to the start finish line but maybe not for long. Clint Boyer has some ideas. He's at the end of that uh, battle in turn number one trying to move up. That's the battle from third on back. Stewart has got third, then Martin Truex Jr.'s got fourth. The battle's on for fifth. Here comes Kurt Busch. Kurt Busch to the inside of Denny Hamlin. Through the dogleg on the back straightaway into turn number three. Kurt Busch to the bottom. Denny Hamlin again drifts way up the speedway. He'll give way. Moves Kurt Busch into the top five. For 125 years, Sunoco, the official fuel of NASCAR, has been fueling victories both on and off the track. Put the fuel of NASCAR in your car. Visit GoSunoco.com. Follow Sunoco on Facebook for special offers, exclusive content, and more. We're back at Phoenix International Raceway. Jeff Gordon may have a problem. Alex? Yeah, what's the problem right now with Jeff Gordon? They've got some debris on the front of the grill. They're going to try to get behind another car and use air pressure with the, the air pressure behind another car with that weight in the air to try to get that debris off of it. He's gone back and fallen behind Ryan Newman, got right up underneath the back bumper of Newman's car, and the debris is now gone. The temperature is coming back down. Gordon ready to get back in it. Yeah, he had to get that off of there, or he would have had to go on to pit road to overheat the engine, that's for sure, so he gets a lucky break. Ryan Newman moved up into the lead while that was going on. Jeff Gordon still second. Tony Stewart rides third. Fourth is Martin Truex Jr. And fifth is Kurt Busch. Kurt Busch may be the sleeper in this thing. I still say 
He was as strong at Daytona as anybody down there. He had a good speed week, so he's been good here. They've been on that team's really on top of their game. Running good so far here this afternoon. Tony Stewart, no slouch either. Tony has just taken over the second spot, going by uh, Jeff Gordon as they went off into the corner. So Tony moves up uh, higher on the leaderboard here now. At lap number 90, let's tell you how they are running because it's really been a little kind of shaken up here in the first part of the race with all the caution flags and all that's been going on. Seems like they've settled down just a little bit now here at lap 90. Ryan Newman leads Tony Stewart. Jeff Gordon is the third place man. Fourth is Martin Truex and fifth is Kurt Busch. Casey Kane picked up a spot a couple of laps ago. He's back up to sixth. Jimmy Johnson climbing up the leaderboard. He's now seventh. Denny Hamlin, who led earlier, is eighth. Kyle Busch, ninth, and Marcus Ambrose is in 10th. Greg Mithel is 11th. Kevin Harvick's 12th. 13th is Matt Kenseth. 14th will be A.J. Allmendinger. Paul Menard is 15th. Juan Pablo Montoya, 16th. Mark Martin, 17th. Bobby Labonte is 18th. Brad Keselowski is 19th and 20th. That's Dale Earnhardt Jr. David Reagan's in 21st. David Gilliland, 22nd. Casey Mears, 23rd. And Bill Elliott, 24th. Mike Skinner runs in 25th. 26th is Tony Raines and 27th Joey Logano. All those cars on the lead lap and all those cars still on the track. Everybody else from 28th on down to the garage. That includes J.J. Yaley in 28th, Landon Castle in 29th, and Regan Smith 30th. And David Rudel in 31st, 32nd Andy Lally. Finishing 33rd will be Brian Vickers. Jamie McMurray 34th, Jeff Burton 35th, Travis Quaffle 36th, Clint Boyer 37th. 38th, Robbie Gordon. 39th, Carl Edwards. 40th, Trevor Bain. 41st, Michael McDowell. 42nd, Dave Blaney. And Joe Nemechek is 43rd. I don't think I've ever seen that before from 28th position on back out of the race all at one time. Christian rate very high here today. While we were giving you the leaderboard, Tony Stewart has taken over the top spot. Kyle Ricky is talking about how good that car is today. Ryan Newman slid up here a lap or so ago here in turn number three. And Tony Stewart, no doubt the fastest car in the racetrack right now, is able to get out front, get the top spot, and be able to drive away by about four car lengths. Tony trying to make some noise here, not only today, but for the rest of the season, having a pretty good run in the early going. Tony right now hanging on to the lead as they head over to turn two. I was watching uh, Jeff Gordon riding in that fourth position, Barney, and I know Alex Hayden reported just a moment ago that perhaps that uh, debris on the grill may have come off, but getting a pretty good look at the front end of Jeff Gordon's Chevrolet, and it looks as though that debris still lodged in the grill area, and that may be why he has not tried to fight his way back to the front. Let's check in on Alex Hayden. Uh, Eagle Eye Striegel on top of the roof over in turns one and two. He is correct. There is still debris on the nose of that race car, but it's not covering the grill opening on the, where the air can go into the radiator. The team not concerned with that particular piece of debris. Jeff Gordon has fallen back to the number four spot after losing a spot to Martin Truex. Reason being, his car just not very good in the middle of traffic. It gets very tight. Here he comes off turn number four. They're put about to put 96 laps on the scoreboard again. Tony Stewart, Ryan Newman, Jeff Gordon moves back up to third. Martin Truex Jr. fourth and fifth is Kurt Busch. Been a pretty good race. We've completed 96 laps. A lot of action out there. 16 lead changes among 10 drivers already here this afternoon. The record is only 23 lead changes in a race here. So, uh, yes, it's been pretty wild. We're not even at the halfway point of today's event. Again, the biggest story is so many people out of the race already here this afternoon. Let's take a few moments and say hello to Stu Grant from Goodyear Tire and Rubber Company. What a heck of a racer today. 
Uh, yes, it is. It's fantastic. It's a great day. We've got a new tire package for this event, and uh, we're really pleased with everything we've seen so far. Of course, you we're coming off a, a great uh, a great race at Daytona as well. So you thank guys you. have been really busy over the offseason with a new pavement at Daytona, getting a new tire ready for this racetrack. There's been a lot going on. There was no offseason, I, I think it would be safe to say, for your guys. Yeah, actually, I was going to say just that. <laughs> there really is no offseason. But the, thing, the neat thing about Daytona was, you know, when you think about it, we developed that tire, manufactured 8,000 of those tires for NASCAR's biggest race, the Daytona 500, without a tire test, you know, and that, and nailed it. And I was just so pleased with our engineering effort for that. I just am really proud of what they accomplished, and it's a neat story. Do you, do you actually test at every racetrack at some point during the season? Uh, we won't test it every racetrack, but what we do is we monitor the surfaces of all these racetracks, and we try to make sure and keep up with the aging characteristics of the racetrack to make sure we provide enough grip. Now, Phoenix is, is not going to be a situation like Daytona. We, we'll use a lot of the same technology that we used at Daytona, but we'll have, uh, we'll have the ability to, uh, to get here and test, hopefully, uh, uh, and actually have a proper tire test before we... I have to manufacture the tires and race in the fall. Everybody was proud of that tire that you brought to Daytona, I'll tell you that. Teams were saying we literally could run 500 miles on this tire, probably. I, I think that's the case. It, was, uh, it, it had a lot of grip. Uh, it wore well. It had, a lot, had great durability. Uh, it, it, but I, I will say, that, you know, the racetrack helped us out a lot. Oh, I mean, yeah. that, that brand-new surface was, uh, w- w- was really helped the tire perform at its best. And I'm sure the technology that uh, you work on for racetrack tires transfers over to highway tires as well. Well, absolutely, Joe. The, uh, I mean, the racing effort for us is a significant investment, but obviously we feel that it's, uh, it's, it's money well spent, uh, and we do transfer the technology that we learn here to our other, uh, other tire development areas, our consumer tires, our aircraft tires, our commercial tires, and so on. Now, I think I saw where you had a website where folks can watch some of the process of uh, preparing that new tire for Daytona. Uh, yes, we did. I mean, you can always go to Goodyear.com and uh, get information about our company, about our racing program, and so on and so forth. But uh, uh, if you go to YouTube.com slash Goodyear, you can look at uh, the process that, uh, that we used in order to develop that Daytona tire. I watched that the other day. Very interesting. And I think that's something that people kind of take for granted. Uh, you just don't think it's such a big deal. It's a huge deal. Yeah, actually, it's kind of neat to, to watch it because uh, We tried to show a little bit of the the behind-the-scenes action, and I think we really captured that. Stu, thanks so much for everything you do for our sport. Uh, I know you guys uh, work with a moving target all the time with rule changes and as uh, tracks get older and all. So uh, I think it's safe to say you guys will continue to be quite busy. I think so, but uh, we're happy to be involved in the sport, uh, and we have a great relationship with NASCAR, and we plan to continue for quite some time. Stu Grant from Goodyear with us here this afternoon at Phoenix International Raceway. 103 laps are on the board right now. Tony Stewart is the man. Jeff Gordon is second. Ryan Newman's third. Martin Truex Jr. fourth. And fifth is Kurt Busch. Rest of the top ten. Casey Kane moved back up to sixth. Jimmy Johnson very much back in the mix. He is seventh. Kyle Busch is eighth. Ninth is Denny Hamlin. And tenth is Marcus Ambrose. We're back at Phoenix International Raceway, 109 laps on the board. Again, a quick look at the top five. Tony Stewart very much in command right now. He's one and six-tenths seconds ahead of Jeff Gordon. Jeff uh, having that problem a moment ago with some debris on the grill. Ryan Newman is third. Fourth right now would be Martin Truex Jr. And fifth is Casey Kane. Kurt Busch is sixth. Jimmy Johnson's back in the fray. He is seventh. Eighth would be Kyle Busch. Ninth, Denny Hamlin. And tenth is Marcus Ambrose. And Jeff Burton came back out of the garage, has gone back onto the racetrack, Joe. He's he is four. Up. What? He's about four laps ahead of uh, J.J. Yaley. 
Yep, and Yaley's in the garage. Yeah, so he wants to stay out there and get all the points he can. Now, let's get a mid-race update now. Brought to you by GEICO. We are just 110 laps into the 312 that make up the total distance here today. We've seen 14 lead changes among nine different drivers. Currently, 26 cars are shown on the lead lap, and the caution flag is waved five times, plus we had a red flag out there for about 14 minutes. Cars out of the race include J.J. Yaley, Landon Castle, and Regan Smith. David Rudiman is out along with Andy Lally and Brian Vickers. Jamie McMurray back there. Also Travis Quapple, Clint Boyer, Carl Edwards, and Trevor Bain. Along with Michael McDowell, Dave Blaney, and Joe Nemechek. This mid-race update is brought to you by GEICO. Looking to save money? Well, GEICO's looking to help you. Go to GEICO.com or call them at 1-800-947-AUTO. They'll talk to you about how you can save hundreds on car insurance. The problem area today has been down in turns one and two and up that back stretch going off into turn number three. And as they work their way around this racetrack, Jeff Regal, right now they've settled down a little bit in getting through that area over there. I think they uh, believe now that a little give and take is in order. we still got a ton of racing left to go, Barney. And unfortunately, as you guys have been pointing out all day long, a lot of very good race cars that uh, were up in contention to battle for the win here at Phoenix are now finding themselves loading up and going home early. But uh, the racing on the racetrack still, though, has been very good. Jeff Gordon beginning to run down Ryan Newman. There's a lot of good battles taking place right behind him as well. Clint Boyer just came out of the garage with his uh, beaten and battered car. Also, we saw Robbie Gordon, who was involved in uh, one of those crashes earlier, back on pit road. He continues on his way. So a lot, I guess, of what's going on with this race day is now we see uh, Carl Edwards come out of the garage. Uh, with a totally new front end. David Rudiman comes in what looks like a modified with the whole front end missing. It's uh, just trying to uh, salvage the best you can. These race cars aren't pretty at all, but if they'll roll and if they'll maintain the uh, minimum speed NASCAR post, they can go out there and try to salvage something out of this day. Yeah, if you can end up with making three or four more points by getting back on the racetrack, it's certainly worth getting out there for There's no question about that. If you just joined our broadcast, we had uh, quite a few cars get caught up in the back straightaway. If you wonder why maybe we were not talking about your favorite driver, Jeff Burton was part of an accident over there. So was Clint Boyer. So was Regan Smith. David Rudeman, I think, got a chunk of it also. Brian Vickers, Jamie McMurray, Travis Quapple, and Carl Edwards has had problems here this afternoon. There are more cars in the garage that had a chance to win this thing maybe than there are still running. No kidding. There's a lot of uh, really good machinery that uh, has been beaten and and damaged in these crashes here in the first half of today's race. Steve Post, when uh, they have a situation like this, uh, severe damage on a race car, how obviously they're very prepared for about everything, but, I mean, what what do these teams bring with them to the racetrack? I guess they have something to replace about anything that's broken. Yeah, Joe, the simple answer to that is everything. And what I saw back in the garage area in this instance was first get everything off from the car. I watched David Rudiman's crew back there, and they literally got, they, they sawed off right above the tires, sawed the fenders off in the cars right above the tires, and then about four hulking crew guys just grabbed the nose and pulled it off. And then what they do once they get all the damage stuff cleared, they start rebuilding. In some cases, it was a radiator. All of the ductwork there. I just saw Clint Boyer's car go by, and there goes Carl Edwards' car by, and they have brand new noses. Now, they're not all decaled up, and they don't look all fancy like the cars when they rolled out onto the grid, but they have noses that are indeed taped and bondoed onto the race cars. 
so that they can at least get good aerodynamics and try to get as much as possible. But, Joe, the answer to your question is they have about everything to fix anything. One of the things that they cannot fix, and we see this, NASCAR rules does not allow them to change an engine block. So when we see cars have a blown engine, they do not are not able to change that. That's one thing that will put a guy out. But damage-wise, unless the frame is really wadded up, they usually try to get him back out on the racetrack. There have been several drivers. When you talk about what does it take to win at Phoenix or any particular racetrack, for that matter, for NASCAR, they'll give you some different features the tracks have and whatever, but a lot of them, when they wrap it up, will say, and a little good luck doesn't hurt. Yeah. Well, that's that's the case just about any racetrack you go to, but maybe more so here because just such thing as we saw out there a few moments ago, you know, somebody slips up and suddenly you're caught up in it. You are slipping and you're sliding. There's seams on this racetrack, this old worn surface, that sets the car loose a little bit when you go into the corners and it's almost right like riding through the mountains i mean that's uh, uh a little too much i guess of the explanation but uh it does bounce you around out there and sometimes it'll break the grip that you have going off into the corners one of the reasons the track management of course is getting ready to dig the whole yeah. place up and redo it it'll be very interesting to see what kind of surface it is and the configuration we have when we come back here in the fall for the chase race at Phoenix. Yeah, Jeff Striegel's over there where they're going to make a major change, Jeff, over in, the, in that part of the racetrack. They're going to take that dogleg that makes this racetrack unique, Barney, and they're going to actually push it out towards the mountain about 95 feet. And, you know, you, when you look at this racetrack, for, certainly from my vantage point, it's without question, you know, the most unique racetracks that we travel to, somewhat like a smaller Pocono. It's almost like either you've got three turns here or you've got five, and now they're going to take and push it out even more. And then, Barney, as you know, they're going to add uh, gradual banking going up the top of the racetrack, more banked at the bottom. Hopefully they're going to get uh, some more two-wide racing. But I can't wait to see the new place when we come back here in November. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. And, Joe, they were talking about uh, the variable banking like they have down at Homestead. I would have thought, and I'm not an engineer, but I thought they'd put a, a few more degrees in than, than what they announced. They were. What was it, one degree? Yeah, between the two. I think an eight yeah. and nine to ten degrees or something like that. Only one degree difference between the lower level and the and the the, the higher level. So, yeah, I, I think everybody likes the real high-banked racetracks. That typically provides a whole lot of racing action. Uh, unfortunately, it also usually provides a lot of crashing action <laughs> that, uh, that we see at some tracks. But it's going to be nice. Uh, International Speedway Corporation has done a great job of the repaves they've done recently. Darlington was one that everybody said, oh, this is going to ruin this place. You know, it's so good as it is, but they repaved it. The speeds were so great. The races were so good because the, the grip was good there. They repaved Talladega, then Daytona most recently. And at every place, they've done a tremendous job, and I think they've learned a lot about resurfacing. What makes for good racing? Yeah, I think they've come up with a new compound as far as paving the racetracks and what the old original asphalt was they put out there. But the grip on every track that they've been repaved has been unreal. Jump back to the race. 125 laps are in the record book. We've got 187 to go. Jeff Gordon has moved back into the lead. Tony Stewart falls back to second. Martin Truex Jr. can't say enough about Martin. He's had a good day. He's dodged all the accidents out there. He's had a good race car, and he's run real hard ever since they put him under green and still got a good car back in third place. Trouble off of turn number four and a hard hit by David Reagan. Went straight into the outside wall. He may have had a right front tire go down. The car never turned left at the exit of the corner and pounded the outside safer barrier at the exit of turn number four. A single car incident for David Reagan. Hard hit for David Reagan in the UPS Ford coming off turn number four. Now Kyle Ricky, his car is starting to look like everybody else's out there. A lot of right side damage already for David Reagan from one of the incidents earlier in the day and it looked like he was all by himself on the racetrack 
back at the exit of turn number four when a tire went down. The car never turned, went straight into the outside wall, and even more right side damage as the car drifts down the front straight away, comes to a stop right in front of you guys at the start-finish line. Yeah, they'll come out and pick up the car, make sure he's okay, and probably pit road will be closed for a lap or so. For news and interviews from the world of drag racing, check out The Straight Line each Thursday on MotorRacingNetwork.com. Marty Huff keeps you up to date on all things NHRA. On The Straight Line, you can stay up to speed with the latest from all motorsports with Motor Racing Network's podcast and live streaming shows. Pit road is open. Let's go down to Winston Kelly. All kind of chassis adjustments. Wedge on Kurt Busch. He's tight. Mark Martin tight in the center. Tony Stewart and Dale Earnhardt Jr. both need some forward bite. Denny Hamlin a little bit tight in the center. Loose for Greg Biffle. All these guys on pit road. Sunoco fuel, four tires and chassis adjustments. But it looks like Jeff Gordon is going to be in a drag race with Tony Stewart off of pit road. Alex? And disaster right now for Martin Truex Jr. Winston. He pulled away from his pit box after a four-tire change. They did not get all the lug nuts tight on the left front. The right, uh, left front wheel came off. It's got damage down the left side of the yellow and blue Napa Toyota. Severe bodywork damage there. The car now back on the jack. Martin Trex Jr. absolutely pounding the steering wheel. Now begins to fist pound on the uh, the window net as well. Very upset with what happened there. Leaving the pit area. He was running in the top five. He still sits on the pit lane. And you can hear he jams it back in gear and pulls away. Jeff Gordon, you mentioned him. Great pit stop. Jimmy Johnson, four fresh tires as well as we go down to Steve Post. Yeah, down on this end, it was four tires for all the lead lap cars that pitted. That was with Kevin Harvick, Matt Kenseth, David Gilliland, Paul Menard, Juan Pablo Montoya. We had Casey Kane in chassis adjustment on the Red Bull Toyota. And Marcus Ambrose, a chassis adjustment on the Stanley Ford. Mentioned Juan Pablo Montoya. He was actually lapped down. He is now on pit road getting his service in the the, uh, Target Chevrolet. From Phoenix International Raceway, this is MRN Radio, the voice of NASCAR. We're back at the Phoenix International Raceway. We are under caution, and we're seeing some of the damaged cars come making one, two, and three trips to pit road. Let's go down to Alex Hayden. And Martin Truex Jr. is back on Barney. After a heartbreaking uh, miscue on pit road with the left front wheel coming off when he pulled out of his box, heavy damage to the body on the left side of the car just behind the left front wheel well right where the driver's side door is. They've got duct tape out. They've actually got some more, uh, looks like some uh, sheet metal. They're going to pop ribbon on there as well, trying to get that put back together. Good news is, is the front nose of the, the front of the car is in good shape. The left front nose looks to be in good shape as well. So Martin Trex Jr. is down and away. A lot of times, Joe, we see a wreck. They drive the car by here or it goes by with sheet metal dragging everywhere. And you say, well, he's done for the day. They'll be going back to the garage and they'll be out of the race. And all of a sudden, they jump on that car, and the first thing you know, he's back in the, he's back in the fray. Yeah, a good example of that, uh, David Gilliland involved in that crash earlier. Uh, and the car looked, because of the sheet metal hanging off of it, it like it was done. But uh, he's still out there running on the lead lap. Matter of fact, in the 18th position, Jeff Gordon got some damage, and you know, the right side of the car is all scarred up, and uh, he's been out there leading the race here. Most recently, uh, just before this uh, pit stop, Jeff currently now, is running in the second position. Let's uh, check in and get more on David Gelliland. Steve Post? Yeah, you know, they do have a wrecked race car, but they have done a nice job. His crew chief, Peter Suspenzo, and the gang have worked on this race car every time and been on pit road a couple times right here just trying to get it better. They're just scratching and clawing on the lead lap, but see, they're looking for a good top 20 run. They got a good top 20 finish. Add that with the top five finish they came out of Daytona with, and that team is off to a great start. So a really nice run here with a damaged race car for David Gilliland 
him in his Taco Bell crew. All right, so that's the report on David Gilliland still out there running in the 18th position. Should be getting the one-to-go signal when the field comes back around this next time by Tony Stewart at the top of the leaderboard. He's uh, one of nine drivers who've taken a turn at the front of the field here today. He'll line up alongside Jeff Gordon with Jimmy Johnson and Kurt Busch on the second row. Kevin Harvick restarts in fifth. Ryan Newman sixth. Matt Kenseth seventh. Kyle Busch eighth. Casey Kane ninth. And Marcus Ambrose tenth. Eleventh is Mark Martin. Twelfth is Greg Biffle. Denny Hamlin starts in the 13th position. 14th is A.J. Allmendinger. 15th, Paul Menard. 16th is Dale Hart Jr. 17th is Brad Keselowski. David Gilliland there in 18th. Juan Pablo Montoya in 19th. 20th, Martin Truex and Bobby Labonte 21st. Those are the cars on the lead lap. One lap down is Tony Raines in 22nd. Joey Logano in 23rd. Casey Mears 24th. Bill Elliott in 25th. Mike Skinner runs in the 26th position. Then you get to the cars that have uh, been in the garage for a good bit of time. David Reagan just joined those after his crash a few moments ago. He scored in 27th. Jeff Burton is 28th back out on the track. Robbie Gordon, 29th, and Clint Boyer in 30th. Field comes working off turn number four, getting ready to go back under the green flag at lap 133. Let's see how they stack up this time. Tony Stewart and Jeff Gordon. It's Gordon down to the inside of the track. Stewart gets a better restart. At least gets a nose out in front of Jeff Gordon, but the race continues in turn one. Tony Stewart electing to start on the top side of the racetrack, and he may be able to use that momentum to power by Jeff Gordon. He'll do that. Stewart to the lead. Gordon second. The battle's on for third. Side by side. Kurt Busch to the outside. Jimmy Johnson to the bottom. Nose to nose for the third spot as the top two begin to break away. Here comes Kevin Harvick. He cracks the top five, moving around Ryan Newman. Two-car breakaway, the battle back for the third position. To the inside of the track, Jimmy Johnson makes the move by Kurt Busch. The battle for third on back is a good one. Jimmy Johnson's got third, then Kurt Busch, then Kevin Harvick. Here comes a side-by-side battle. Ford versus Chevrolet, it's Kenseth and Newman. Ryan Newman in that outside lane having a tough time getting his car back to the bottom, and it's going to cost him another spot. Here comes Matt Kenseth to the inside. Kyle Busch lined up on the bottom, as is Marcus Ambrose and Casey Kane. Off turn four, back to start finish. Tony Stewart, the race leader, at lap 135. Let's pause 10 seconds for station identification on the Motor Racing Network. Welcome back to Phoenix International Raceway, nearing the halfway point of the Subway Fresh Fit 500. Tony Stewart, the race leader, 16 lead changes among nine different drivers. Six caution flags have waved so far today, and currently they're showing 21 cars on the lead lap. This mid-race recap brought to you by AARP. Today, more than 6 million older Americans face the threat of hunger. Join Jeff Gordon, AARP, and the AARP Foundation in the Drive to End Hunger by visiting drivetoendhunger.org. Let's check in with Steve Post. David Reagan has brought uh, his uh, walked out of the uh, care center. David, what happened on the UPS Ford? Just blew a right front tire. We uh, got caught up in that big wreck on the back straightaway, and our UPS team did a great job of getting our car back out, and we'd stayed on the lead lap, and, you know, we are going to be able to make something out of today and uh, just, just cut a right front tire. You know, uh, we were probably within 10 or 15 laps of pitting, and I don't know if we ran over something or uh, if something was rubbing, but uh, we were just riding around, and uh, the right front went down. Unfortunately, that's David Reagan out of an earlier rough start to the 2011 season for the young driver out of Unadilla, Georgia. Tell you what, he's going to be a sore puppy tomorrow after the hit he took up there coming off turn number four. Tony Stewart right now at lap 138 is very much in command. He is, well, at the Jeff Gordon is closed up on him a little bit right now. Two-tenths of a second behind. That's not very much 
distance to make up. He'll be right there with the leader in a second. Jimmy Johnson can't do anything with him. He's back up to third. Yep, up to the third spot after he had problems early this afternoon. He and Jeff Gordon both, and they are back, and they are running well right now, Jeff Striegel. They are indeed. They're running in the second and third position. Jeff Gordon's got second, then Jimmy Johnson, followed by Kurt Busch and Kevin Harvick. That's your top five. That's the best battle among the top five right now. Kurt Busch trying to fend off Kevin Harvick, but as I say that, things begin to tighten up at the front. Here comes Jeff Gordon within one car length of race leader Tony Stewart. Jeff chases him up through turns three and four in the front straightaway. Tried to get a run on Tony going off into the corner and grab the lead back. Didn't make it work. Let's see if he can do it in the middle of the turn. Jeff Gordon's going to dive his car onto the apron in turn number one. He will pull even with smoke. Tony Stewart and Jeff Gordon are side by side. Stewart slides up the racetrack. Gives Jeff Gordon plenty of room on the bottom side. New race leader into turn number three. Jeff Gordon back to the front here in Phoenix. Tony Stewart into that second spot. Two car lines. Jeff Gordon has been 66 races without a win, and you'd better believe these guys are hungry. Looks like he's determined here today at Phoenix. And that car works so well when he gets clean air on the front of that Chevrolet. He led earlier until he had that debris on the nose. The debris's gone, and Gordon's trying to get gone as well. He's doing just that, pulling away. This time, five car lengths between he and Tony Stewart. Jimmy Johnson in third, running alone right now, but beginning to close in on Smoke to challenge for that second spot. That's going to happen here in just about a lap or so as they hit the front straightaway and work their way back into turn number one, chasing Jeff Gordon, the leader. Watching Jimmy Johnson. He's got the third spot. Looking at Tony Stewart in front of him by about five car lengths. Jimmy Johnson's car working better and better as this race wears on. Running in third right now, running unchallenged at the front of the field. In fact, the top three all single file, separated by about five to six car lengths between the top three, and then a large gap back to Kurt Busch riding all by himself in fourth. Raiders having to uh, do some maneuvering down in turn four to get by Andy Lally's damaged car. They cleanly get by him, and the distance remains about the same, just about a second between Jeff Gordon and Tony Stewart. One of the things that you've got to do at the front of the field is watch some of these cars that have been beaten and battered. You close in on a hurry, and Jeff Gordon's doing that now, working towards three. They'll be closing in on the David Rudiman car here in a lap or so. Will the race leader, Jeff Gordon, continue though to pull away from Tony Stewart? Joe, it's interesting to watch a couple of teammates, Marcus Ambrose and A.J. Allmendinger. They're running 10th and 11th. They've been mixing it up pretty good. They uh, really match up quite well as teammates, too. Uh, you know, A.J. being more of the wild child and uh, Marcus a little bit more laid back, you know, kind of unusual teammates there at uh, Richard Petty Motorsports. And Marcus was talking this morning about the fact that uh, when A.J. walks, he kind of walks on his tiptoes. He said, you got to watch him because he's always ready to spring, you know, <laughs> and he's a hard charger. Both those guys are, and there's a lot of people in this sport that are pulling for Richard Petty Motorsports to win some more Sprint Cup Series races. I don't think it'll be long. No, they're both good teammates, and they're both good drivers. The driving style is a little bit different. A.J., as you said, is a wild child. Marcus Ambrose kind of laid back, but they've got good equipment this year. They've got good teams. Talked to uh, Richard a couple of times about people. I said, do you have the, the staff to go to put a put together a good crew each weekend for these two drivers? He said, yes, we do. Yeah, they're doing a great job for him right now. Marcus running in 10th and A.J. in the 11th position. But up front, it's all Jeff Gordon leading Tony Stewart by 7 tenths of a second. Jeff's teammate Jimmy Johnson is in third, about a second and a half back. Then comes Kurt Busch, Kevin Harvick, and Kyle Busch. Now that things have settled down a little bit, let's take a swing down pit road and uh, see uh, how calm things actually are there and how we set up for this second half of the race. Weston Kelly? Well, they're a lot calmer than they were back around the lap 60 to 69, that time frame. 
guys kind of riding a little bit, uh, just communicating with their crew chiefs, just like we thought they would. We had guys that were really looking forward to getting onto pit road that last time down pit road. Talked about uh, Tony Stewart and Dale Earnhardt Jr. needing some forward bite, but looks like Jeff Gordon has just been the class of the field when after he gets a few laps on his tires, Tony Stewart's been very steady, but he just doesn't seem to be quite as strong on the long haul. The last run, Kurt Busch had gotten very tight. They had been the class of the field early on, but it dropped back. They had been very tight. So these guys, they're doing a little bit more than just making laps, but they're kind of seeing how their car goes over these long hauls because we're seeing the runs that we typically would see here at Phoenix, more of the longer runs than what we saw early on. So how about in the midsection there, Alex? You mentioned Jeff Gordon started 20th. Winston right now leading here in the Subway Fresh Fit 500. You, you also touched on exactly what he and crew chief Alan Gustafson have wanted to do, get the car good on a longer run. Typically that's what we see here at Phoenix, good long green flag stretches. I know the first half of this race has been a little up and down with some of the cautions we've had, but we're starting to get into that rhythm right now. Things have settled down just a bit, and Jeff Gordon's car is very good. The more we put laps on these tires, the car set up quite nicely. His lap time is still just as fast, if not faster, than everybody else on the racetrack, and Gordon showing the way. Jimmy Johnson quietly has worked his way back up in the top three, currently running in the third position. He hasn't said a whole lot on the radio the first part of the race, the car very, very loose. As a matter of fact, they wanted him to make a brake bias adjustment from inside the cockpit. That's where they make uh, an adjustment the driver does to either give more brake or less brake to the front brakes or to the back brakes, and they wanted to do that to try to cure the loose handling race car. The pit crew's done their job with a couple of fast pit stops, and Jimmy Johnson finds himself riding third, trying to pick up yet another win. And Kyle Busch, he's been up and down all day long. He's bounced it off of the safer barrier a couple of times. He's slid across the racetrack in front of Carl Edwards, creating some issues on the track. He's had the toe in knocked out on the car. But lo and behold, Kyle Busch riding in the sixth position with that orange combos Toyota for Joe Gibbs Racing. And the car starting to come around, believe it or not, with Kyle Busch riding sixth. Steve Post. Alex, one of the hallmarks of great race teams is the ability to bounce back after some kind of trial. Kevin Harvick running fifth after spinning his car back during the early portion of this race. Gil Martin, the crew chief, brought the Jimmy John Chevrolet into the pits three times during that time period, during that caution period, and they worked on the left rear of that race car. They had it. It was a top 15 car before this last caution. They made some minor adjustments on the last pit stop, and we looked at the scoring pylon, and Kevin Harvick, he's running in the sixth spot right now, so a really good run for Harvick as he tries to stretch and claw his way back into the championship hunt. Casey Kane, he's been in the top ten all day, fighting just a bit of a loose racing condition, meaning the rear end wants to slide up from under the car, but he's been very solid today. All day long, started in the third spot. Right now, Casey Kane is running eight. This update from Pit Road brought to you by Mechanics Wear Gloves. Get your Mechanics Wear Gloves at Walmart, Lowe's, AutoZone, and many other great retailers nationwide or at Mechanics.com. Mechanics Wear, the tool that fits like a glove. We'll be closing in on the halfway mark here very shortly, but right now, quick look at the top five. Jeff Gordon's the leader, Tony Stewart second, Jimmy Johnson third, Kurt Busch fourth, and Kyle Busch is fifth. We're back at Phoenix International Raceway watching Jeff Gordon pull the field around this racetrack. Right now, he is about a half a second ahead of Tony Stewart, who rides in the number two position. Jimmy Johnson's just back there one and three-tenths seconds back. He's within striking distance. So is Kurt Busch, and so is Kyle Busch. That's the top five. 
So there's been some pretty good action going on a little bit further back in the field between Dale Earnhardt Jr., Brad Keselowski, Martin Truex Jr. is in that pack of traffic. So is Mark Martin and Paul Menard. They've been putting on a pretty good show. Some of those guys who avoided the crashes early in the race this afternoon, and they're still out there soldiering on, trying to move up there closer to the front, and they're doing so. Uh, Mark Martin's been picking up ground. He did get some uh, damage from one of those crashes. He's worked his way back up the 13th. Dale Earnhardt Jr. started the race here today back in the 35th position. Uh, we've not mentioned him very much all day long, and uh, Jr. is a two-time winner here back in uh, 2003 and uh, 2004. He finished in the top 14 in both these races last year, and uh, Junior's starting to climb the leaderboard as well, hoping maybe to get up there in the top 10 or maybe surprise everybody and go to victory lane. So it's good to see him doing well. Uh, Greg Biffle, who narrowly avoided that big crash on the back straightaway, yeah. he's still in the lead lap back in the 18th spot, and we talked about Juan Pablo Montoya's problems early on. He survived. Apparently things are all put together there once again. And uh, he's still in the lead lap, running in the 19th spot. So some of these guys slowly but surely working their way closer to the front. Several guys we haven't really talked about that much today. Casey Mears is still in the race. He is riding in 22nd position. Bill Elliott's 23rd. Tony Rain's still very much in pretty good shape out there as far as getting the top 25 finish. He is 24th, and Joey Logano's had an up-and-down day. Joey's showing up in 25th place. But again, Jeff Striegel, it seems like whoever gets in the lead and gets out the nose of that car out in clean air, they can pretty well stay there, at least for a pretty long run. Well, and I think what you're seeing right now, and it's been documented on pit road, that Tony Stewart was good on the short runs, maybe Jeff Gordon a little bit better in the middle section of a run, but as the as that run on these tires begins to drag on and they look closer and closer to a pit stop, it seems like Tony Stewart and Jimmy Johnson begin to kind of a rally back because the lead that Jeff had, that's starting to evaporate as they work off turn number four. And once again, Tony Stewart's in striking distance, and so is Jimmy Johnson. But certainly the place to be at Phoenix is out front when you can get that air on the front of that race car. What's going to make this interesting now, Kyle Ricky, the fact that uh, Jeff Gordon is approaching some slower traffic. He's going to have to pick his way through, and that's going to allow Tony and Jimmy to close in. And that clean air that Jeff Striegel mentioned a moment ago won't be as clean for the race leader, Jeff Gordon. Moves to the inside of the car Burton right now. That does allow Tony Stewart to close in within three car lengths with more lap traffic ahead. Field works off turn four back to the start finish line with 146 laps to go in the running of the Subway Fresh Fit 500. From here the NASCAR Sprint Cup teams and Nationwide Series teams move on to Las Vegas Motor Speedway. Motor Racing Network picks up the Grand American Road Racing Series at Homestead Miami Speedway for the Grand Prix of Miami. That'll be on Saturday, March the 5th. Then on March the 12th, we'll follow the trucks to Darlington Raceway for the Too Tough to Tame 200. On March the 26th and 27th, Auto Club Speedway of Southern California will be hosting the NASCAR Nationwide Series 300 and the Auto Club 500. And then on April the 2nd and 3rd, it's back to good old Martinsville Speedway in Virginia for the Kroger 250 and the Goodies Fast Pain Relief 400. Some really good races coming up on the schedule. We hope you will join us at all these places. If not, of course, we'll have the coverage for you on the Motor Racing Network. Right now, you can get information on ticket packages and travel information by logging on to Motor Racing Network. We are 168 laps complete. We've got 144 to go. Jeff Gordon and Tony Stewart on the front two. Jimmy Johnson rides along back there in third place. Kurt Busch is fourth. Kyle Busch is fifth. The Busch brothers have run together quite a bit of this race here today. In sixth is Kevin Harvick. In seventh is Ryan Newman. Casey Kane is eighth. Ninth would be Matt Kenseth and A.J. Allmendinger in tenth. 
Running 11th now, Denny Hamlin. Marcus Ambrose has fallen back a little bit. He's in the 12th spot. 13th is Mark Martin. 14th, Dale Earnhardt Jr. And 15th is Martin Truex Jr. 16th is Paul Menard. 17th, Greg Biffle. Brad Keselowski runs 18th. Juan Pablo Montoya, 19th. Bobby Labonte, 20th. And David Gilliland hanging in there. He's 21st. Those are the cars on the lead lap. Winston Kelly, we were talking about Greg Biffle and Dale Jr. a little bit earlier. Let's uh, follow up there and see how they're progressing. Uh, Greg Biffle said he's got the least grip that he's had all day long. You just mentioned that he was running in 17th position. He's actually picked up a spot in the last five laps, but after starting in 10th, having a good bit of the day where he ran in the top 10, Greg Biffle just needs some more grip. Dale Earnhardt Jr. needed some forward bite the last time. Right now, he said it's very loose early on in the run, and then it gets a little bit better. So after starting 35th, Dale Earnhardt Jr. running in the 14th position. Denny Hamlin, you mentioned, running in 11th after starting 12th. I thought he'd be a lot stronger today. It's better than it was in the center of the corner the last time, but still not as good as they thought it would be. And Kurt Busch, we talked about him outside of the top five. His changes that they made the last time did make it a little bit better. He's worked his way up to fourth, but he's a little bit loose in turn four, tight in turns one and two. And one of the guys that just keeps soldiering on, we talked about Joey Logano having some motor problems, perhaps a a valve spring or something internal to the car. And they've been behind all the accidents. They're running back in 25th position, but basically because they were far enough behind the accidents to slow down and dodge them. And they're just hoping to make it to the end of the race and maybe get a top 20 finish. 172 laps completes. Jeff Gordon very much in command right now. Two and two, 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 two second lead over Tony Stewart and Jimmy Johnson. Kyle Busch is back there fourth. Kurt Busch is fifth. I tell you what, in the beginning of the race here earlier today, they were pretty much together, Kyle Busch and Kurt Busch. And, Joe, they don't cut each other any slack at all. No. None. You wouldn't know they were brothers by seeing them race on the racetrack. Uh, they are warriors out there, each trying to beat the other. And both doing a fantastic job. You talked earlier about how well Kurt has got off to a good start this year with uh, the way things went for him at Daytona, winning the Budweiser shootout, and then, of course, uh, getting uh, uh, the win in his Gatorade dual race and still having a good finish in the Daytona 500. Kyle, of course, comes out of the barn storming, you know, yeah. all the time. And here at Phoenix has won everything so far this weekend. So, uh, you know, they certainly can be contenders for the win here. Tony Stewart's gone back to the point here at Phoenix, takes the lead at lap 174. And let's see now if he can pull away from Jeff Gordon like Jeff did from him for one sequence of the race. Down to 138 laps to go, and it's still way up in the air. You know, you can experience the new race view only at NASCAR.com. The brand-new and improved race view is complete with upgraded virtual video, more camera angles, live in-car audio, and the ability to customize your entire experience. Get started at NASCAR.com slash race view now. We're back at the Phoenix International Raceway watching Tony Stewart pull the field around here. He is one and eight-tenths seconds ahead of Jimmy Johnson. Jimmy's just kind of making sure he's within striking distance, has been pretty much all day long. Jeff Gordon, his teammate, rides back there in third. The Bush brothers are fourth and fifth. Kevin Harvick, he hasn't made a whole lot of racket today, but I bet he does before the day is over. He is sixth. Seventh is Ryan Newman, Matt Kenseth eighth, Casey Kane ninth. And A.J. Allmendinger, 10th. And I think Casey may still have something to get up there for a top-five finish. Yeah, even though he's had kind of a wild afternoon, he's worked his way back up into the top ten. One of those survivors we were talking about earlier. In 11th right now, Denny Hamlin. He led earlier today. Mark Martin continues to move up bit by bit. He's back up to 12th. Marcus Ambrose is in 13th now. Dale Earnhardt Jr., 14th. 
Martin Truex, 15th. Then it's Greg Biffle running 16th. Brad Keselowski, 17th. Paul Menard is 18th. Bobby Labonte, 19th. And David Gilliland is 20th. 21st, Juan Pablo Montoya, 22nd. That's going to change as Juan Pablo is on pit road right now getting a pit stop. Casey Mears moves in the 21st, and Juan Pablo will drop back a little bit after this uh, pit stop. Bill Elliott's 23rd, Tony Range 24th, Joey Logano is 25th, and Tony Stewart is on pit road. Let's follow him down as he makes Winston. Are these scheduled pit stops we're seeing? Yeah, it's a little bit early. They were last in on lap 128. I thought they'd be another 10 or 15 laps, but Tony Stewart just reported he's a little bit tight crew going to work on the right side of the car. They're going to make a slight chassis adjustment on the left side, try to loosen this machine up. They wheel around to the left side of this Office Depot Mobile One Chevrolet. It's going to be a four-tire stop, clean off the grill, jack some wedge into it, and then lay it down. Now they're finishing up the fuel stop, putting in that Sunoco fuel, and Tony Stewart is away. Alex Hayden? Uh, it's a little early, as Winston pointed out. I had them last in at 128 as well. Typically about 75 laps under green flag racing should carry them somewhere in the neighborhood of lap 203. But once the leader, Tony Stewart, came in, we're starting to see the pit crews begin to scurry around. And here comes the Miller Lite Dodge Charger, Brad Keselowski. He'll go ahead and bring the car down. He'll slide it to a stop, hits his marks. The smoke goes in the air underneath those tires. They're going to make right side Goodyear Eagle change. They're going to make a quick track bar adjustment. It'll be four fresh Goodyear Eagles, two cans of Sunoco Racing fuel for Brad Keselowski. Work on the left side just completing as well. And that bright blue and gold Miller Lite Dodge is back on the racetrack. Steve Post. Paul Menard was in back on lap number 185 about two laps ago. It was four tires and Sunoco Racing fuel. Richard Slugger, Lammy, the crew chief, they fine-tuned on this race car. I've had a top 15 car and they continue on. So he has brought his car in and got his service again back on lap number 185. Here is Clint Boyer back in with his damaged race car. Mark Martin, who is still on the lead lap, comes off the racetrack after working his way back up just outside the top 10. And he is in for service in front of Winston Kelly. Mark Martin's crew going to go to work on the right side of that bright green Chevrolet. They're going to put a jack bolt in it. They're going to change that right side tires. Crank one round of wedge. Looks like in it. Now they wheel around to the left side of the machine just in front of him. They've got another car that they're going to have to back up. Looks like Tony Rain's machine. Looks like the pit board's getting ready to go out for Kurt Busch. Mark Martin completes a four-tire stop. Returns to the racetrack. Alex? Grand Martin Trex Jr. A clean pit stop this time for the Nap Auto Parts Toyota team. Four fresh Goodyear's. Two cans of Sonoka Racing gasoline. Here's Casey Mears and the Geico Toyota. His car beaten and battered, but continuing to race along here, trying to get a good top 20 finish as well. Pitboard is now out for Jimmy Johnson, who has been riding in the number two position. They've got it high in the air, but Jimmy Johnson this time elects to stay on the racetrack. 189 laps go on the scoreboard. Jimmy Johnson is the leader now. Jeff Gordon is second. Kyle Busch third. Kurt Busch fourth. Ryan Newman fifth. And these pit stops would have been scheduled ones. Joe, there's a handful of drivers that really need a breakout year. We always talk about that as the season starts off uh, in a brand new one. Guys that really need to, to maybe get a win this year would be David Reagan. He'd certainly be one of those. 147 races for David, no win. Martin Truex Jr., 190 races. He's had one win. Paul Menard has 148 races with no win. Brad Keselowski, Brian Vickers, Regan Smith, and Casey Mears, some of the other drivers that really need to start coming up with top ten finishes. Hungry to get something going and uh, hoping today might be the day for some, maybe an opportunity. Let's cover some more pit stops. Winston Kelly? 
waiting on Kurt Busch to come down pit road. Dale Earnhardt Jr. was in on lap 188 to make some adjustments to try to tighten that machine up. Looks like the pit board is out for Kurt Busch as he's going to bring that bright yellow Dodge down pit road. Looks like Jimmy Johnson was in front of Alex Hayden. Yeah, Jimmy Johnson was in for fresh tires for he also A.J. Allmendinger, then also Kyle Busch on lap 190. Here's Jeff Gordon. He slides to a stop. This burgundy and black drive to end hunger Chevrolet. Wrenches in the track bar adjustment. It's going to be a half turn there. Four fresh tires, two cans, Sonoka Racing Gasoline, Ryan Newman in, and the Tornado Chevrolet. He also getting four fresh tires here on lap 191, a service completing right now for Ryan Newman's car. Wondering why we might not be talking about your favorite driver. An accident earlier in the afternoon over in the back straightaway eliminated quite a few cars that went to the garage. A few have been able to come back onto the racetrack. Jeff Burton is one of those. Clint Boyer was involved in that also. Carl Edwards got a chunk of it. David Reagan crashed coming off turn number four a little bit earlier this afternoon, and that has sent him to the garage area. Brian Vickers also has had some problems here this afternoon, along with Regan Smith, just some of the guys that's not been a good day for him. Matt Kenseth had taken over the lead. Now he's in in front of Steve Post. Yes, indeed. The Crown Royal Ford Fusion slides to a stop. The crew around to the right side. The veteran crew chief, Jimmy Fennick, atop the pit box, telling the boys we want four Goodyear Racing Eagles. Going to make a wedge adjustment. Kenseth's been fighting, just trying to keep that balance on his Ford Fusion. Dropped the jack. Great pit work for Matt Kenseth down and away. Also, pit work has been completed for Marcus Ambrose, for Casey Kane, and for David Gilliland and Kevin Harvick down here on the turn four in the pit road. And Jeff Striegel, if you had to pick somebody right now, one of the cars is somewhere up in the top ten to go to victory lane. Be hard to do, wouldn't it? <laughs> especially at this particular point, and especially after this round of uh, green flag pit stops, I guess you've got to look at the top three, those being, you know, Tony Stewart and Jimmy Johnson and Jeff Gordon. But it was pointed out uh, a little while ago, I think Alex Hayden reported on it, Kyle Busch has been battling back all afternoon long and through the adversity that he has had all day for him to be sitting up there in fourth and arguably a much better race car now, even after it's been banged up, than what it was when it started the race. I wouldn't count him out either. So, you know, a uh, caution flag here, bunches of field back up, and who knows what we're going to have by the time we settle this thing. But uh, certainly Jimmy Johnson, the five-time champion out front at Phoenix. Is that a surprise? I guess not really. We get down towards the end of the race, and he's always near the front. So one car with a lot of smoke here in the front straightaway has now gone off into the corner. Can't, couldn't really tell who it was. So Andy Lally looks like that's one of the damaged cars from an earlier crash out there soldiering on trying to salvage what he can here today. And, yeah, big puff of smoke, but he still appears to be at speed. Joey Logano was just on pit road at lap 194. And Joey Logano, a couple of laps down. You remember he had the problems earlier on when uh, he had a motor problem. This, he's just kind of weathered on throughout the rest of the day. He's going to try to stay out there. He's been hanging around the top 25 with some of those guys that have fallen out. So Joey Logano with routine pit service. We didn't cover Greg Biffle. He came in on lap 187, needed some more grip. They made a wedge adjustment there. Lap 191 for Denny Hamlin. No changes on his Toyota. Ryan Newman's done a good job today. Also, Ryan currently posted in the 10th position. He's uh, had to fight his way back up inside the top 10 a couple of times. For the moment, Jimmy Johnson, who has about as much experience and has had as good a success at this racetrack as anybody, and teammate Jeff Gordon, he certainly knows how to get around here. He's been really good at this racetrack also. 
And Tony Stewart, I, I kind of feel like that team's going to really catch fire this year and really go. Yeah, it's uh, been a couple of years, uh, some struggles along the way, some uh, yeah, some big wins along the way as well, but uh, several setbacks, and uh, Tony has uh, just handpicked the right crew of people to run that team from the administrative side as well as from the mechanical side, the crew chiefs, his uh, race directors and all, and, of course, he and Ryan Newman just a really good set because they like the same things. They're good friends away from the racetrack, and they relate very well on the racetrack. And Tony particularly, it, it kind of favors this place because he has so much experience here at Phoenix International Raceway. He's won here before in a Sprint Cup car back in 1999, has four open-wheel wins at Phoenix, three midget and one silver crown win. And this, when you talk about a loose racetrack, this is the Tony Stewart address, you might say. He loves this kind of racing. Yeah, I forgot about all the races he comes to here. That Copper Classic, that they call it, that's what they call it, I think, of the Speedway. He's been coming here for a lot of years yeah, for that. A lot, a lot of these drivers, if you look back in their history, you know, they've made stops as they were coming up in the sport here at uh, Phoenix, and that one you're talking about, the Copper World Classic. And I know Ken Schrader used to love coming here. This is one of his favorite spots. And every time they drop the green flag, if they were racing horses, you know, he'd be out here and be in the mix. But Tony's still in great shape. He's in the fourth position. But right now it's the Hendrick Motorsports teammates, Jimmy Johnson and Jeff Gordon, who lead as we're down to 112 laps to go. For Grand Am news and interviews, check out Sports Car Paddock, Thursdays on MotorRacingNetwork.com. Preston Root goes in-depth on the latest happenings from Grand Am. Stay up to speed with the latest from all motorsports with Motor Racing Network's podcast and live streaming shows on MotorRacingNetwork.com. Back at Phoenix International Raceway, Jeff Gordon leads Jimmy Johnson. The margin beginning to grow a little bit there. It's up to eight-tenths of a second between teammates. Kyle Busch is in third, Tony Stewart fourth, and Kevin Harvick runs in the fifth position. Hendrick Racing has the most wins of any other race team in its racetrack, a total of eight. Jimmy Johnson has four of those. Terry Labonte scored here. Also Kyle Busch when he was with Hendrick Motorsports. Jeff Gordon and Mark Martin, also Phoenix winners. So this team certainly knows this track well. Yeah, if you go back in the record book, I guess you'll find uh, that Hendrick Motorsports probably has won as many races at half the tracks on the circuit as anybody else. Well, look at the list of drivers who have been with that organization since they started. That's an all-star lineup right there. And, uh, yeah, they combine for a tremendous amount of wins. And at every racetrack you go to, if they're not the winningest team, they're real close to the top of the list. Now they're showing, showing it here this afternoon. Jeff Gordon has moved back into the lead. Jimmy Johnson moves up to second. Kyle Busch. Still a very strong car out there. Kyle is third. Quick look at the rest of the top ten. Tony Stewart, he's still in the mix. He's fourth. And Kevin Harvick's moved up to fifth. Kurt Busch is sixth. Casey Kane, seventh. Matt Kenseth, eighth. Ryan Newman, ninth. And Mark Martin is tenth. Joe, I'll bet there are thousands of listeners out there wondering, why aren't they talking about Trevor Bain? Yeah, yeah. Trevor Bain, after winning the Daytona 500, all the publicity that he got throughout the, the last week, he was on every evening show and morning show and and uh, all over the newspapers usa today and weeklies and you know knoxville tennessee had a big celebration i mean it's just so much been going on to salute that big win this week it's not been that good a week for trevor bain he went out uh, in practice had a brake failure and hit the wall ruined the first car and uh then got the back up he told us earlier didn't get a whole lot of practice he was involved in a crash here this afternoon early in the race at lap 49 when a tire went down hit the wall and, and ruined that car. And then in the nationwide race, which he runs a car for Roush Fenway Racing, he crashed in that event too, unfortunately. was out of the race when he was running in the top ten. Uh, a young man with a uh, big future ahead of him, 
a real good race car driver, very, very talented, but uh, this was not a good week for Trevor Bain. No, but it was a very popular win at Daytona for Trevor Bain and the Wood Brothers. Let's give you a rundown. We haven't done that in a while. 212 laps complete, 100 to go. Jeff Gordon is the leader. Jimmy Johnson second. Kyle Busch is third. Tony Stewart fourth. And Kevin Harvick fifth. Kurt Busch has dropped back to sixth. Casey Kane seventh. Matt Kenseth is eighth. Ryan Newman ninth. And Mark Martin's all the way up to tenth. Taking you further down the AutoZone leaderboard here at lap 212. In 11th is A.J. Allmendinger. Dale Hart Jr. runs 12th. Denny Hamlin 13th. Marcus Ambrose 14th. And Martin Truex Jr. is in 15th. 16th is where you find Paul Menard. 17th is Brad Keselowski. Greg Biffle is 18th, 19th is Bobby Labonte, and Juan Pablo Montoya runs in 20th. 21st, David Gilliland, Casey Mears, 22nd, Bill Elliott, 23rd, Joey Logano, 24th, and Mike Skinner. Haven't talked about Mike a lot today. He has moved up to 25th. Tony Raines, 26th, Jeff Burton, 27th, Clint Boyer, 28th, David Ruderman, 29th, 30th, Carl Edwards. 31st is Andy Lowley, 32nd, Robbie Gordon, 33rd is Brian Vickers, David Reagan out of the race, shown in 34th. Regan Smith spent a long time back uh, in the garage area. He's back out trying to salvage all he can. He's 35th right now. You got J.J. Yaley out of the race at 36th. Landon Castle 37th. Jamie McMurray 38th. Travis Quapple 39th. And Trevor Bain 40th. 41st is Michael McDowell. 42nd Dave Blaney. And 43rd is Joe Nemechek. That's a look at the AutoZone leaderboard with 98 laps to go. Get in the zone. AutoZone. Winston done some of these pit stops today. Are they take just fueling the car and not taking tires, or are they having to take at least a couple? Most of the time they are taking four tires. By the time that you uh, come in and fuel these cars, you can, you definitely can change two tires. Early on we saw a lot of the guys experimenting. Barney with taking two tires after we had kind of some short runs. We had talked to some of the crew chiefs. One of them, Greg Zeppadelli, who said, I don't believe we're going to see any good two-tire changes or where it's going to make a difference unless we have, like, a caution with 15 or 20 to go. And that's exactly what we had early in the race when we had several of those caution flags within 10, 15, 20 laps of each other. Guys taking two tires and see how the fall-off on the tires were. If it was a short run, they did okay, but the longer the run, just the wear on those left side tires, even though they're very good tires, as Stu Grant told us, they just don't have quite the grip that the four tires do. So in these last stops, all we've seen is pretty much four tire stops on this end of pit road. Purple on the back straightaway, Joey Logano just had a motor erupt halfway down the back stretch and nearly lost the car in turn number three, almost backed it into the outside wall. He was able to hang on to it, but that car dead in the water and coasting to the pit lane here in turn four. And we see the service master clean caution coming out again this afternoon with 94 laps to go in the Subway Fresh Fit 500. Again, Joey Logano, who had had problems earlier today, has a big problem now, and he's taken his Home Depot Toyota back into the garage. So it's time again to call in the Service Master Clean Trucks. And it's time to call in Service Master Clean for your commercial cleaning needs. The guys in the yellow trucks are the leaders in green cleaning and janitorial services. To find your Service Master Clean location, go to servicemasterclean.com. Today's broadcast of the Subway Fresh Fit 500 on MRN Radio is brought to you in part by AARP. Join Jeff Gordon in the Drive to End Hunger by visiting drivetoendhunger.org. By GEICO. You could save hundreds on car insurance right now by going to geico.com or calling 1-800-947-AUTO. Go on. It's easy. By Sunoco, the official fuel of NASCAR. 
fueling victories on and off the track. And by Service Master Clean, the official cleaning partner of Phoenix International Raceway. Cleanup is underway here at Phoenix International Raceway. 90 laps from the finish of the Subway Fresh Fit 500. This most recent incident, Joey Logano finally uh, giving up the ghost, so to speak, blowing the engine in his Home Depot Toyota after having problems earlier here this afternoon. One of many drivers who've had a lot of trouble here in the Valley of the Sun. Yeah, just sitting here looking at our score, scoring monitor and realize what, maybe less than uh, 45 minutes ago, from 28th position all the way back through 43rd, all those cars were out of the race. So there have been a lot of repairs going on. They've gotten Clint Boyer back out on the track, David Ruderman, Carl Edwards has had some damage to his car. He is back out running. Robbie Gordon, uh, Andy Lally, I think, and Brian Vickers. But there's still an awful lot of good equipment in the garage area that likely will not return. David Reagan is one of those. J.J. Yaley, maybe another. Landon Castle, Travis Quapel, Trevor Bain. Michael McDowell, Dave Blaney, and Joe Nemechek, they are in the garage. Yeah, the hammers and the uh, rivet guns and all have uh, gotten a workout today in the garage as these teams have been uh, really working hard and furiously to get their cars back out to salvage all they can here today after getting involved in crashes earlier this afternoon. If you weren't with us earlier, lap uh, 59 was the first big one when uh, Kevin Harvick, uh, Jeff Gordon, Carl Edwards, and Kyle Busch all got together. Uh, obviously, some of those able to continue and survive and do quite well. And then at lap 66, the real big one. We had about 11 or 12 cars caught up in that one. Uh, Jamie McMurray, Brian Vickers, Clint Boyer, Bobby Labonte got some of that, uh, along with David Rudeman, Casey Mears, uh, Regan Smith, Jeff Burton, and Travis Quapple among those involved in that crash. David Reagan hit the wall back at lap 126 after having a pretty good run here today, and that wiped out to his chances for uh, a good finish today. And then most recently, Joey Logano, after getting called up earlier, then finally loses the engine. And uh, that brings us here to only 19 cars on the lead lap. But the competition level is still pretty good out there. Jeff Gordon is the leader. Kyle Busch is second. Kevin Harvick is third. Tony Stewart fourth. And Kurt Busch fifth. Matt Kenseth, Matt's just an amazing driver. He'll be inside the top five one time. You look at him 20 laps later, he may be back in 30th position. And then 10 more laps after that, he'll be back up inside the top 10. But uh, it's been kind of that day for him, that kind of day here for him at uh, Phoenix today. Driver that's had more than his share of problems also haven't talked a whole lot about here and and normally runs this place pretty good is Juan Pablo Montoya he had some problems early on Steve Post and uh, we talked about that at the start of the broadcast Uh, they made some repairs review for us if you will what happened to Juan Pablo and what they've done there well the car just started very evilly tight that means the nose wanted to slide up the racetrack and at one point when we knew we had that competition caution scheduled Juan Pablo even backed out of it and got out of traffic because he was afraid not only wreck himself but wreck some other cars and they have really just fought this tight handling race car. This race with the attrition that we've talked about is playing into their favor. No, it's not playing in their favor. They think they have a winning race car, but it's playing in their favor if you survive long enough on a day like this, you sneak out of here with a top 20 finish or something even better coming out of it on what was a really bad day, and that's kind of what Brian Patty and the crew on the Target Chevrolet have been aiming at. Got one lap to go, and we'll go back to green flag racing and to see how they settle it out here. There's just 88 laps left to be run this afternoon here at the Phoenix International Raceway. It's been a good one, too. The Subway Fresh Fit 500, 
Always a good show when we come here. Yeah, and it's been exceptionally good today, I think, because of the fact that the first half was so crazy with all the action going on. And uh, the number of lead changes, 23 here so far this afternoon, and that uh, ties the mark set back in November of 2000 for the most number of lead changes. A very competitive race. We've had 11 different drivers at the front of the field. Most recently, names like Jeff Gordon, Kyle Busch, at the front of the pack, and of course, Jimmy Johnson was there before. After these stops, Jimmy lines up in the ninth position, so he's got a little digging to do to get back up there with his teammate. But Kyle Bush at the front of the field after winning the truck race Friday night, the nationwide race here on Saturday. He's in position to maybe go for the clean sweep of the weekend. Let's see what he can do. Jeff Gordon gets a better jump, though, on the restart. He pulls way out in front of Kyle, going into turn one. Going to leave the battle for second between Kevin Harvick and Kyle Busch, but here comes Kyle, rim-riding around turn number two. He'll take over the second spot and set his sights on the race leader, Jeff Gordon. Kyle likes that outside lane, gets his momentum built off of turn number two, carries it all the way down the back straight away, and is within one car length of race leader, Jeff Gordon. Kevin Harvick right there in third. Yeah, Jeff Gordon knows he's a sitting duck out there out front. They're coming after him, not just one, but about a half a dozen drivers has got a car probably as good as his going off into turn two. Well, if all after all the problems for Kyle Busch, it's time to see what he really has left in that Toyota. He rides second, but he's under attack now from third. And unable to break away from Kevin Harvick, who is right there in the third spot. Kurt Busch is in fourth. Tony Stewart fifth. All single file at the bottom of turn four, led by Jeff Gordon. Kurt Busch got by Tony Stewart last time by, and now Stewart faces another challenge from behind. Here is Matt Kenseth, Ryan Newman, Jimmy Johnson ganging up on him. Jimmy Johnson, who restarted ninth, quickly getting by Ryan Newman and Casey Kane. And now Jimmy's got his sights set on Matt Kenseth. The good Ford Chevrolet battle. Had a look to the inside, but Kenseth is able to hang on to that spot. Down the long back straightaway into turn number three. This is a race from sixth on back. Kenseth has it. Johnson looks to the inside. Ryan Newman, Casey Kane also in that mix. That's the best race going on right now. Some Matt Kenseth on back. Jimmy Johnson, Ryan Newman, Casey Kane, and Paul Menard as they really get at it again in turn two. Jimmy Johnson trying to get underneath Matt Kenseth. Kenseth goes low. Jimmy Johnson goes even lower. Tries to get up alongside. He's got a run. Had a run off of turn number two is to the inside. They are side by side for the sixth spot with Matt Kenseth up high. Jimmy Johnson to the inside of the racetrack and he will pick up the spot off turn four. And Kenseth knows he may just lose two positions here. Jimmy gets by and Ryan Newman is next. He's there knocking on the door as they go into turn one. And again, Matt dives to the bottom of the racetrack. Ryan Newman all the way up on the apron trying to get by. Behind them, a good battle. Paul Menard, Casey Kane, they're door-to-door. They're side-by-side just outside or inside of the top ten for the tenth position. Paul Menard gets that spot away from Casey Kane. Further up, Matt Kenseth still trying to fend off the challenge of Ryan Newman. While all that race is going on inside the top ten, Denny Hamlin and Dale Earnhardt Jr., who ride 14th and 15th, they're trying to get in the mix also as they all go back over to turn two. Dale Earnhardt Jr. almost getting into the back of Greg Biffle as he's under hard braking to keep off the back of the Ford of Biffle. Right behind him comes Juan Pablo Montoya, then Denny Hamlin. All battling for position just outside of the top 15, and Greg Biffle slides up the racetrack. He had his hands full a moment ago. Dale Jr. slides in the line. Further up, Kenseth, a big wiggle. Gage loses two spots. Yeah, there's Ryan Newman making the uh, move coming up off turn number four. He'll pick up that position. 
That'll be the seventh spot he got. And Paul Menard now next in line, dueling with Matt Kenseth on the backstretch. They are side by side. Paul Menard, Matt Kenseth, they work through the dog leg. Nearly swapping paint halfway down the back straightaway. Menard to the inside of Matt Kenseth, leaning on each other in turn number three. Menard to the inside, Matt Kenseth hanging tough up high. Paul's got a good car, has had all evening, showing up right now in ninth place and trying to get a little bit more as they head over into the corner. Jeff Gordon's the leader, Kyle Busch is second. Kyle Busch is throwing that car all over the racetrack, isn't he? He's doing just that right here on the back straightaway. And in fact, Barney beginning to reel in Jeff Gordon little by little with each passing lap within three car lengths right now. Kyle Busch, the race leader, Jeff Gordon. That's a front two, Gordon and Kyle Busch. Then it's uh, 1.3 seconds back to Kevin Harvick in third. Kurt Busch with him in fourth and Tony Stewart fifth. Here comes Jimmy Johnson sneaking back into the game. He's in the sixth spot. Behind him comes Ryan Newman. Then you've got a great battle. Paul Menard, Matt Kenseth, Casey Kane, Mark Martin, A.J. Allmendinger, and Greg Biffle. They continue to battle. Allmendinger, the first car out of line, side-by-side with Mark Martin, who slides up the racetrack just a bit in turn number three, allows A.J. plenty of room on the bottom. So A.J. Allmendinger picks up one more spot on the racetrack. They're showing 18 cars still on the lead lap as they go over to turn two. Battle for the lead. Jeff Gordon's got it. Here comes Kyle Busch. He shut the advantage down now to just a car lane. Had some help with some lap traffic last time by. Did Kyle Busch. Jeff Gordon had to back throttle it just a bit on the back straightaway. That allowed Kyle Busch to gain ground, but just threw it all away. Lost the entry into turn number three and allowed Gordon to pull away. In all the three series of NASCAR racing, you know everybody must hate when they look in their rearview mirror and see Kyle Busch closing in. It's almost like you wish you could get a, a Kyle repellent just to keep him away. You know, Jeff's got to be thinking, man, it's been since Texas two years ago when I won a race, 66 races ago, you know, and I come back to Phoenix where I have a good record. You know, my team's won a lot of races here. I got a great car. I'm out front, but here comes that darned old Kyle Busch closing in. They're going to have to name him the Eliminator. (laughs) Kyle is there, half second off the rear deck of Jeff Gordon, but that's not his only threat. Kevin Harvick, Tony Stewart, and Kurt Busch, very stout. Here as we close in on the final laps of today's Subway Fresh Fit 500. A race again that's seen 23 lead changes. 11 different drivers have been up front. Caution flag is waved seven times today. The red flag was out for 13 minutes after a multi-car crash there on the back straightaway. And now we're rolling to finish. Uh, Weston Kelly, let's uh, talk about pit stops. I guess I'll have to come in one more time. Are they telling you when that may take place? They haven't quite gotten to that point. They were last came in on lap 219, and we've seen guys go somewhere around 70 laps. They could stretch it as much as 80, but there's no point in that. So they'd come in somewhere around lap 289. Since it's just been about 20 laps since they've come down pit road. They're not talking about that. Now, when we get within that uh, window where they can go the rest of the way, which we're just about there, they'll be aware of that if you have a caution flag coming out. But right now, the guys are kind of just riding around, getting lap times and giving feedback about the handling of the race cars, but they haven't started talking about that last pit stop, which should be about 50 laps away if we stay under green. Alex? Let's see what the other strategies are down along the pit lane. This is brought to you by Quaker State, real, durable, Oil, Alex and Jeff Gordon, your race leader right now, looking at lap times on the monitor, is running about a, a I could say a good one hundredth of a second a lap faster than Kyle Busch. 
He certainly got a very good race car. The last long green flag run for Jeff Gordon, the car was good until the very end of it where it got very tight and he had to give up the lead and second place. So right now that car is good for about 50 to 55 laps. The car is one of the best on the racetrack and he's certainly flexing that muscle right now. Jeff Gordon up front trying to get back to victory lane here in Phoenix. Speaking of Kyle Busch, they have worked, they have thrashed, and they have beaten banged on that combos Toyota, and they've got the car better than what it was actually at the drop of the green flag. So Kyle Busch very happy with the race car right now, simply logging laps and trying to fill up the rearview mirror of Jeff Gordon. Steve Post? You guys mentioned just a little bit ago talking about Paul Menard. It's been a very solid day for him. Just checked in with Slugger Labby, the crew chief on the Menard Chevrolet. They've been fighting a little bit of a loose condition as he enters the corner, meaning the rear end wants to slide out, and then it tends to tighten up across the corner. So they keep fine-tuning at it, really not taking big swings at it because they're not that far out of the ballpark. And right now they're sitting in the ninth spot. Directly behind him on the racetrack is Matt Kenseth, the Crown Royal Ford Fusion for Roush Fenway Racing. And Matt has just struggled to find the balance. One time it's a little loose. One time it's a little tight. Very similar to Menard. Jimmy Fenning, the crew chief, is not taking big swings at it. A half a pound here, a half a turn of one of the chassis wrenches. Very minor adjustments is what they are. Just trying to fine-tune this race car. Both those cars, Menard and Kenseth, inside the top ten, ninth and tenth, and want to see now if they can climb further up inside the top ten spots. Saw Two. Dale Hart Jr. on pit road a few moments ago. Winston? Headed down there to see exactly what his problem is. Joe, we'll get right back to you. All right, let's pause 10 seconds for station identification on the Motor Racing Network. Back at Phoenix International Raceway with 69 laps to go alongside Barney Hall. I'm Joe Moore, Jeff Striegel, Kyle Rickey, Winston Kelly, Alex Hayden, and Steve Post on board for our coverage today of the seventh running of the Subway Fresh Fit 500. This race so far has seen 23 lead changes among 11 different drivers. Caution flag is waved seven times here this afternoon. And currently they are showing 17 survivors, 17 cars still running on the lead lap. This mid-race recap is brought to you by AARP. Today, more than 6 million older Americans face the threat of hunger. Join Jeff Gordon, AARP, and the AARP Foundation in the Drive to End Hunger by visiting drivetoendhunger.org. Winston is in Dale Jr.'s pit. Let's see if we can get us what's going on there. It was a loose wheel, Barney. After starting back, I believe it was in the 35th position for Dale Earnhardt Jr., they had worked their way up into the top 15, been running solidly somewhere between 12th and 16th most of the day, but they had a loose wheel, came in on lap number 240. If we stay green the rest of the way, which is unlikely given the history that we have here at Phoenix, he could go the rest of the way on fuel and maybe get back up into the top 15. But that was the situation on Dale Earnhardt Jr. A.J. Allmendinger, Mark Martin, Matt Kenseth, Greg Biffle, Denny Hamlin, and Brad Keselowski. They've been having a little battle of their own out there on the speedway, Jeff. Uh, They've been getting physical. In fact, just a couple of laps ago, Barney, A.J. was working all over the back of Matt Kenseth for several laps. He finally had to put a bumper on him, move Matt up the racetrack. They went side by side for a lap or two until A.J. was able to get by him. 
since that point. Mark Martin was able to slip by Matt as well as they race back into turn number one. AJ is holding down position number 10 now, kind of where he's been all day. Then comes Mark Martin, Matt Kenseth, and a guy that uh, we thought would be a favorite to win this thing, Denny Hamlin. They worked the back straight away. Denny Hamlin has had his hands full all afternoon. Right now running in the middle of that pack of traffic, just ahead of Greg Biffle and Brad Kozlowski. Martin Truick Jr. also ran strong early, but has not been able to recover from some early race problems. Also part of that battle. Slowly but surely right now, Jimmy Johnson is working his way back up to the front of the field, and Kurt Busch and Ryan Newman are in the mix also as they go over to turn three. Here they come into the corner. It is Jeff Gordon out front. No lap traffic between he and Kyle Busch, who looks like is beginning to narrow that gap little by little once again. Kyle kind of dropped back a little bit uh, as uh, he was putting some pressure on Jeff for a while there, but now he's dropped back and once again building the charge, trying to chase down the race leader. Jeff Gordon. We have 63 laps to go. Let's take a look at the leaderboard. Jeff Gordon out front with Kyle Busch in second, Kevin Harvick third, Tony Stewart fourth, and Jimmy Johnson is fifth. Six is where you find Ryan Newman. Kurt Busch is seventh. Casey Kane is eighth. Paul Menard ninth, and A.J. Allmendinger tenth. Mark Martin is 11th. Matt Kenseth 12th. 13th belongs to Denny Hamlin. 14th is Greg Biffle. Brad Keselowski is 15th. Martin Truex Jr. 16th. Marcus Ambrose still having a good run despite the fact that he slipped back to 17th position. He's got a good race car. Bobby Labonte is very much in the mix. He is 18th, and Juan Pablo Montoya, 19th, and 20th is David Gilliland. Casey Mears is 21st. Bill Elliott, 22nd. Dale Earnhardt Jr. runs 23rd after that uh, problem on pit road there. 24th, Mike Skinner, and 25th is Tony Raines. And 26th, Jeff Burton, 27th is Joey Logano. Clint Boyer runs 28th, Carl Edwards, 29th, and David Rudeman, 30th. 31st is Andy Lally, 32nd, Robbie Gordon, 33rd. That'll be Brian Vickers, and 34th is Regan Smith. 35th, David Reagan. His car is in the garage. Jamie McMurray is 36th. J.J. Yaley is 37th. He's, that's where he should finish. He is out of the race also. Landon Castle in the garage. He'll finish 38th. Travis Quapel 39th. That's where he'll run. Trevor Bain is out of the race. He will finish 40th. Michael McDowell will finish 41st. 42nd, Dave Blaney. And 43rd will be Joe Nemechek. That's a look at the AutoZone leaderboard. Get in the zone. AutoZone. 252 laps complete. 60 to go. For news and interviews from Formula One, check out Standing Start each Wednesday following F1 race weekends on MotorRacingNetwork.com. Eric Morris keeps you up to date on all things F1 on Standing Start. You can stay up with speed, the latest from all motorsports with Motor Racing Network's podcast and live streaming shows. Jeff Gordon is the leader. And right now, 258 laps go on the scoreboard. Kyle Busch is second. He is one and one-tenth seconds behind Jeff Gordon. He gets a little bit closer every lap around. Rest of the top ten, Kevin Harvick is third. Tony Stewart's fourth. Jimmy Johnson is fifth. Ryan Newman rides in sixth. Seventh is Kurt Busch. Casey Kane's eighth. Paul Menard ninth. And A.J. Allmendinger is tenth. It's really hard to tell who might have something left to really get out there and just run away from the field, so to speak. Well, they realize they're going to have to come back to pit road uh, before this thing is over. And, of course, uh, if a caution flag comes up, that dictates to everybody when to come to pit road. You know, right now, Jeff Gordon appears to be the class of the field, but you never know who is holding back a little bit, saving it to the final moments here. Kyle has closed in several times on Jeff, got within a couple of car lengths. Matter of fact, made a run at him a few times. 
But right now, Jeff's kind of stretching it out. It's 1.2 seconds between Gordon and Kyle Busch. Kevin Harvick, meanwhile, he's 4.4 seconds back, running along in third. Tony Stewart nearly five seconds back. Jimmy Johnson nearly six seconds behind the lead of Jeff Gordon. And it would be good to see Jeff Gordon go back to victory lane. We talked about how long it's been since he's been to victory lane, how many close calls he's had last year trying to pick up a victory. It just has never quite come together. He's won at this racetrack before. As a matter of fact, last year he did quite well, runner-up in the April race, and then 11th of November. So, you know, uh, his, his guys know this racetrack. We talked about how well the team has performed over the years here. And uh, for Jeff, it's been... More than anything, just a, a lot of bad luck that's kept him out of victory lane. Yeah, it really has. 66 races since he last went to victory lane, and you know the team is better than that. You know they are. So he's keeping his fingers crossed and hope that uh, things will stay like they are and uh, he can uh, leave Phoenix with a victory of the Subway Fresh Fit 500. Kyle Busch second, again uh, 1.1 seconds back. Kevin Harvick, Tony Stewart, and Jimmy Johnson, rest of the top five. Ryan Newman still in the game, very much so, at the racetrack where he started his Sprint Cup Series racing career. First place he raced was here at uh, Phoenix International Raceway. And I always kind of remember those days, you know, when uh, a guy makes his move up to the Sprint Cup Series level, and you're wondering, okay, what's this guy going to show us? You know, what's he going to do? How good will will he last? And uh, Ryan Newman certainly has had staying power and has done very, very well. He's out there soldiering on in sixth. Casey Kane is seventh. Kurt Busch is eighth, A.J. Allmendinger ninth, and Paul Menard completes the top ten. And Denny Hamlin, who normally would be running right up in the top five, uh, he's run pretty good today, showing up in 11th place right now, but he's got a long ways to go to get to the front. Mark Martin is 12th, Matt Kenseth 13th, Martin Truex Jr. is 14th, Brad Keselowski is showing up in 15th position, Greg Biffle 16th, Marcus Ambrose 17th, Bobby Labonte 18th, Earnhardt Jr., Dale kind of goes up and then back. He'll gain four or five spots, and then he'll lose four or five spots. But for the moment, he's kind of stuck back there at about 19th place, and 20th is David Gilliland. One Pablo Montoya, 21st right now. Bill Elliott, 22nd. It's Casey Mears in 23rd. Tony Range, 24th. And Mike Skinner, 25th. Jeff Burton runs in 26th. Joey Logano, 27th. Clint Boyer is 28th. Carl Edwards, after spending a good bit of time in the garage and rebuilding the whole front end of his Ford Fusion, he's 29th, a number of laps down. And David Rudiman currently in 30th. Robbie Gordon's 31st, Brian Vickers 32nd, Andy Lally 33rd, Regan Smith 34th, David Reagan 35th, Jamie McMurray 36th, J.J. Yaley 37th, Landon Castle 38th, Travis Quapel posted 39th, Trevor Bain 40th, 41st, Michael McDowell, Dave Blaney 42nd, and Joe Nemechek is 43rd. That's a look at the AutoZone leaderboard. Get in the zone, AutoZone. Coming up on 45 laps to go here at Phoenix International Raceway. Next week, the series moves on to Las Vegas Motor Speedway. And then uh, they'll move on to Bristol, the short track racing action there. After that, we'll be going out to Auto Club Speedway of Southern California. Motor Racing Network picks up the schedule there for the Auto Club 500. That's on the weekend of March the 26th and 27th. Tickets are available for a great weekend of racing in Southern California. And again, we'll have the coverage for you here on the Motor Racing Network. From there, it's back to short track racing again. Martinsville Speedway in Virginia. One of, I think, everybody's favorite racetracks to visit. Just because of the hot dogs, if nothing else. But, of course, the racing is good there, too. Goodies Fast Pain Relief 400. And the Kroger 250 going on at Martinsville Speedway. And that is uh, the weekends of April the 2nd and the 3rd. That's the 500. I'm sorry. Typo on that. 
Uh, we'll have coverage from Martinsville Speedway. Then we move on to Talladega Super Speedway, April the 16th and 17th for the Aaron's 312 and the Aaron's 499. And, uh, of course, all those tracks have their ticket offices right now. They're open, ready for your calls, or you can do it the easy way. Log on to MotorRacingNetwork.com. Make your plans to come join us at some upcoming great NASCAR Sprint Cup Series races. We're down to 43 laps to go. There will be one more round of pit stops. Exactly when? Not really sure, but it can't be too far away. 269 laps complete. It's been an interesting day here. A lot of torn up equipment and a couple of uh, crashes that collected anywhere from 10 cars to 7 or 8 cars, but still... That's the one thing that's great about NASCAR is you can have an accident like at Talladega where they sometimes have the big one, take out half the field, and the racing is still very good all day long. Only difference, I guess, uh, Barney, is the fact that at Talladega, when you tear the front end of the car off, you can't get back out there and maintain speed. Here at a track like uh, Phoenix or some of the short tracks that are coming up on the schedule, you see all kinds of configurations of race cars, some missing the whole front end, some of the different colored front end. As Steve Post uh, pointed out earlier, you know, not real pretty, but they get the job done. The arrow not making that big a difference at a racetrack like this, so they can continue to run and work on building points and taking something home as opposed to, you know, a yeah. zero for the day's work. There's and been a lot, uh, that's of, a case a lot of, of cars a, rebuilt today and gone back yeah, out there. Yeah, I was going to say, it's a case of a lot of guys here today because there has been so much carnage, particularly in the first part of this race. Jeff Gordon still leads. Kyle Busch still second. Tony Stewart, never really know about Tony until maybe the last few laps that he'll turn up the wick. He's managed to get himself inside the top five, which is a pretty pretty good day's work. Kevin Harvick, same thing. You never really know just how good Kevin is unless he's so good that he can jump out front and stay there all day. So in a possible winner, certainly is Jimmy Johnson and Ryan Newman, as we talked about. It would be nice if Casey Kane could go to victory lane again. It's been a while. Yeah, it would be good to see Casey with uh, with a good run here. So we're getting right down to it. Some pit stops coming up. We're down to 39 laps remaining. Jeff Gordon leads at Phoenix. Tom Johnson's Camping Center has affordable options to fit any budget. Don't miss great deals on their huge selection of motorhomes, fifth wheels, travel trailers, and fold-downs. Hurry into a Tom Johnson Camping Center location near you. They're in Concord in Marion, North Carolina, or you can shop online at TomJohnsonsCampingCenter.com. Back at Phoenix International Raceway, down to 33 laps to go. Jeff Gordon still out front. Let's take a moment and update where the Coca-Cola Racing family of drivers are currently running. Brought to you by Coke Classic. Open a Coke and enjoy the race. Tony Stewart currently running in third. Ryan Newman is sixth. Kurt Busch is in eighth. Denny Hamlin runs tenth. Greg Biffle is 15th. Bobby Labonte is 19th. Jeff Burton is in the 26th spot. Clint Boyer runs 27th. And Joey Logano in 29th. That's a look at where the Coca-Cola racing family of drivers are running as we are at lap 281. And we saw Denny Hamlin on pit road. Let's cover his stop. And his crew's going to pump in that first can of Sunoco fuel. Alex said it's only going to take one can. Are they going to go two or four tires? They are going to go four tires. The gas man kind of backs out, lets the fuel, the uh, right left rear tire changer go in, puts that one can of Sunoco fuel in, and Denny Hamlin away. Four tires and fuel, lap 281. Here is Kyle Busch coming off the racetrack, lap 282 for Kyle Stop as he comes rolling down at the 45-mile-per-hour speed limit. 
here on the pit lane to get service to be his final stop of the afternoon. Let's cover Kyle's stop. It's been peaks and valleys all day long for Kyle Busch here in the Valley of the Sun. They put the uh, wrench in. They're going to make a quick wedge adjustment, a quarter of a turn. It will be four tires for Kyle Busch and that one can of Sunoco Racing Gasoline. Quick wipe of the grill. Kyle Busch is down and away as Mark Martin heads for Winston Kelly. And Mark Martin's crew going to go to work on the right side of his car. He's had some damage early on, but he has soldiered on. He had a great save about five laps ago, and he and Paul Menard got into each other. It's going to be only a right side tires for Mark Martin and Greg Biffle on the pit road. They're going to put fuel in, go to the right side of his car, back to Alex. Jeff Gordon, the race leader, is in. They're working the left side already. Four quick change tires, and they're also going to take the can of Sonoka Racing Gasoline. Jeff Gordon down and away. Here's Martin Truex Jr. He'll bring the Napa Toyota into the attention of the Pat Trison-led crew. Make a four-tire change for Martin Truex Jr., A.J. Allmendinger, Jimmy Johnson, Ryan Newman, all here on lap 284. Nobody taking just two tires as of yet. Newman slides to a stop. Johnson with four fresh tires to Steve Post. Four tires, the call for Kevin Harvick to Jimmy John Chevrolet. is down and away. It was four tires for Matt Kenseth, four tires for Paul Menard, and here's Marcus Ambrose. The Stanley Ford, Todd Perrin atop the crew box. It's going to be at least right side tires, a chassis adjustment. Going to fill it up with Sunoco Racing Fuel, and they're going to go four tires as well. So everyone on this end, four tires. Winston, more action in front of you. Tony Stewart, lap 283. He made the two-tire call, or Darian Grubb, his crew chief, did. And it looked like he may have beat Jeff Gordon off of pit road. Tony Stewart's crew taking two tires on this last pit stop. And the caution flag comes out. Service master clean caution. Display it again this afternoon, lap 285, just as they had cycled through the pit stops. And again, the big story there, Tony Stewart with a two-tire stop. He takes over the top position here as we're down to 27 laps to go. And the caution apparently for debris on the racetrack. I saw Andy Lally get up close to the wall over in turn number four. And that uh, apparently the issue here as uh, we're winding it down here today at Phoenix. The Service Master Clean Trucks are on the track. If your home or business experiences fire or water damage, call the Service Master Clean Team. They're the experts who can restore your property in peace of mind in record time. To find your Service Master Clean location, go to servicemasterclean.com. We'll be going green here in maybe another couple of laps. Let's check and see what the situation is with Denny Hamlin. He made two pit stops. Yeah, Denny Hamlin came in. He was one of the first guys to pit on lap 281. He came back down, got four fresh tires. Mark Martin, one of the guys that took two tires, he came back down. They changed tires again, but Tony Stewart, he was the guy that went with two tires. Darian Grubb, the crew chief on the car, making that two-tire stop. Now the question's going to be, can he hold off these guys that took on four tires? Looked like a brilliant move at the time when they decided to take the two tires, but then suddenly not so brilliant because the caution flag came out and now there's Tony the only one that only went with two tires up near the front of the field and all these guys with four fresh tires lined up behind him uh, uh, unfortunately for him <laughs> namely Kyle Bush. he's right there he'll start alongside Tony when we drop the green flag here in a few moments Jeff Gordon who was leading in position as well he'll be right behind Tony on the restart Jimmy Johnson Ryan Newman uh, Kevin Harvick and Casey Kane all stacked up behind Tony Stewart. And uh, this is a situation where, you know, I'm sure they're saying, man, we're that close. That could have been a great move, but not so much so. Well, knowing Tony, you never know what he'll turn that into. He can overcome some of it. Don't think he can overcome all of it. Well, we talked about all the 
the various types of racing he's done at Phoenix. If anybody knows how to slip and slide around here on worn tires, it's him. So, uh, you know, that might really set up for a very interesting finish here this afternoon. She'll be getting the one-to-go signal the next time by, and that'll bring us down to 21 laps to wrap up the race here this afternoon at Phoenix International Raceway. Tony Stewart trying to claim the win. Kyle Busch trying to make the sweep of the entire weekend. Jeff Gordon trying to end a long, dry spell. And Jimmy Johnson trying to get this 2011 season off to a little better start than he did last week at Daytona. And Ryan Newman's going to roll off fifth when the green flag comes back out. Kevin Harvick, sixth. Casey Kane, seventh. Rest of the top ten. Kurt Busch is eighth. A.J. Allmendinger, ninth. And Matt Kenseth is tenth. And, man, it is good to see some of these guys having a good day like A.J. Allmendinger and and some of the guys uh, that kind of don't have the financing or whatever like Marcus Ambrose. He's going to end up with a good day, too. Yeah, good to see that. Uh, It's been a very exciting race this afternoon, and we still have 22 laps to go. Green flag comes out. The race is on. Kyle Busch down at the inside. Ryan Newman all the way, making it three wide. Tony Stewart's going to restart topside and hope the momentum will continue to allow him to lead. It's over. Kyle Busch, new race leader here in Phoenix. And already pulls away by two car lengths from Tony Stewart. The race is side-by-side for third. Jeff Gordon to the inside of Jimmy Johnson. Gordon will get the spot. Johnson slides up. Here comes Kevin Harvick looking to the inside. And they're really mixing it up from fifth place on back as they cross the line with the leader still being Kyle Busch to take him back to the corner. Kevin Harvick, Ryan Newman, Casey Kane, and Kurt Busch. They get with it in turn one. It took 290 laps for Kyle Busch to lead here in Phoenix this afternoon, and now he begins to pull away from Tony Stewart, who goes second. The race is on for the second spot. Jeff Gordon has been able to close in on Tony Stewart, reeling him in. Stewart slides up the racetrack in turn four. He'll get that spot to Gordon. Gordon up to the second spot. The slide back begins early for Tony Stewart. He lost the lead. Now he's lost second and about to lose third. Here comes Jimmy Johnson diving down to the inside. Tony Stewart can barely do anything to fend off this charge by Jimmy Johnson. Lining up behind Jimmy comes Kevin Harvick. There's Jimmy Johnson continuing to look to the inside of Tony Stewart, who hangs on to that third spot. Johnson is there in fourth. Kevin Harvick fifth. Ryan Newman, Casey Kane, all lined up behind him. And right now, Stewart knows probably the only thing that's going to put him back in the ball game would be a caution. Yep, and that very well may happen. But for now, it's not working out like they had hoped. Kyle Busch goes to the point. And he is stretching it out up to seven-tenths of a second lead as they go down the dogleg. And continuing to pull away even more this time by from Jeff Gordon. About eight to nine car lengths separate the front two. The battle is side-by-side for third. Here is Jimmy Johnson. He'll take that spot away with him from Tony Stewart. Now Kevin Harvick looks for Stewart's inside. Yeah, Jimmy, Jimmy Johnson also trying to get up there and have a shot to win this thing. He's pretty far behind as they go over to turn two. Jimmy Johnson's got some ground to make up. Next in line for Jimmy would be Jeff Gordon. But right behind Jimmy, good battle. Kevin Harvick, Tony Stewart, they're side by side. Tony Stewart right now having a tough time keeping his car on the bottom side of the speedway, and it's beginning to cost him some more spots. Here is Kevin Harvick to the inside. That's the side-by-side race for four. He'll get by. Here's Ryan Newman now to the inside of Stewart. That's for the fifth position. Tony slipping and sliding, losing yet another position. Here's Ryan Newman stepping up, and right behind him, Casey Kane. And there's not much Tony Stewart can do, but watch people go by him on the inside. Ryan goes by. Casey Kane goes by. Next in line will be Kurt Busch. And Stewart may lose more positions before this one is all said and done. Further up, Jeff Gordon beginning to close in just a bit on race leader Kyle Busch. He's chopped the advantage in half. Five car lengths between them. He's still got time to get up there and win this thing. Jeff Gordon has if he can catch Kyle Busch, but Jeff catching him is one thing, getting around is another. That's going to be a tall task for sure for Jeff Gordon. Advantage right now for Kyle Busch. 
five car lengths. They're in the dog leg. Jeff Gordon hangs on to that second spot. Jimmy Johnson all alone in third. Kevin Harvick in fourth. Ryan Newman fifth. Tony Stewart continuing the back slide. Casey Kane got around him a lap ago. And now Kurt Busch closing in along with A.J. Allmendinger. Casey Kane is closing in on Ryan Newman. This is the fifth place battle. They're separated by maybe a car length now as they cross the start finish line. Heading for one with 15 laps to go. Ryan Newman will take his car right down on the yellow line. Casey will follow him down there now all the way up against the safer barrier. They go nose to tail. Two car lengths between those two cars on the back straightaway. Ryan Newman has the spot. Casey Kane wants it. Further up, two car lengths between Jeff Gordon and race leader Kyle Busch. Jeff Gordon has chopped down the interval a little bit. Maybe two or three car lengths he's picked up on Kyle Busch. Let's see if he gets some more in turns one and two. Well, Kyle Busch knows he's there. He's all he's got to do is look in a rear view mirror and he sees a great big bow tie, says Chevrolet. Jeff Gordon trying to run down the race leader. About to have a battle for the top spot here in Phoenix. Kyle Busch has the race lead. Jeff Gordon continues to chop down his advantage. One car length, maybe two off turn four. Kyle brings him off turn four, back to the start finish line. Two car lengths between himself and Jeff Gordon. Gordon, very hungry, wants to get this win. Kyle wants to sweep the weekend. They're doing everything they can at the controls of those two race cars. Kyle Busch, Jeff Gordon giving it all they can in the late stages here this afternoon. Jeff Gordon up on the wheel as the laps continue to tick away. They'll approach some lap traffic here in the next couple of circuits. Kyle Busch, the race leader. Jeff Gordon, the advantage right now stabilized to about two car lengths. Jeff's doing everything he can to get make time when they come off turn number four. He gains a little ground here in the front straightaway. Doesn't seem to gain that much in the turn. Kyle Busch able to get back on the throttle about the same time Jeff Gordon does, so that allows Kyle Busch to keep that advantage at about two car lengths. No change if they hit the back straightaway, closing in on Andy Lally and David Rudiman, a couple of the lap cars involved in the wrecks earlier this afternoon. Kyle Busch maintains that advantage. Two car lengths between he and Jeff Gordon. Jeff just matches uh, Kyle's move through the corners following his time tracks. Both of them go right to the bottom of the racetrack and fan out coming off turn four. Similar moves in one and two. And now they're going to have to try to work to the inside or outside of Andy Lally. Here comes Kyle Busch. He'll dive down to the inside of the lap machine and Jeff Gordon will follow. Andy Lally slides up the speedway. That allows Jeff Gordon to close in about a car length. Kyle Busch had to back off just a bit. Still two car lengths between race leader Kyle Busch and Jeff Gordon. Both those cars are pretty equal right now. Kyle Busch and Jeff Gordon. Jeff Gordon again picks up maybe another car length on him, but we're down to 10 laps to go. And Jeff Gordon will shut that car length down as he does it under braking going into turn number one. Jeff Gordon is there about as close as he's been, just a car length back from the race leader. Challenging for the race lead is Jeff Gordon, but Kyle Busch so strong, utilizing the outside lane, now cuts to the inside of the racetrack in turn number three. Both cars right on that yellow line. They'll drift up off turn four. And there's no traffic in their way. They'll settle it among themselves if we stay green. Kyle Busch takes Jeff Gordon back over to turn one. And Kyle Busch says if you're going to get around me, you're going to have to do it around the outside. But Jeff Gordon is there, looking to the inside on Kyle Busch as they exit turn two. Jeff Gordon so strong off of turn number two, and he is able to carry that momentum all the way down the back straight away. But Kyle Busch strong on entry into turn number three. Slides up. Gordon has a look to the inside off the corner. Gets a good run coming off the corner. He's got a nose underneath him. He may take the lead away here in the front straightaway as they head for turn two. And the fans come to their feet. They lead on one another. 
Gordon moves Bush up the racetrack. He'll grab the top spot. Kyle Bush goes back to second. Does Jeff Gordon get away off of turn number two? He does. Four, five, six car lengths between the race leader, Jeff Gordon. Kyle Bush settles in the line in the second spot. Well ahead of, ahead of the battle for third between Jimmy Johnson and Kevin Harvick. Taking the gloves off in the closing laps of today's race here at Phoenix. Jeff Gordon doing what he has to do to get by. He now leads with seven laps to go. It got physical last time in turn number one and the side of that Duke, or the, excuse me, that Chevrolet of Jeff Gordon shows the marks, but he's got the race lead and now begins to pull away. Does Kyle Busch have enough time to reel him back in? Laps winding down. Jeff Gordon, Kyle Busch, five, six car lengths between them, this time by off turn four. Jeff Gordon beginning to drive away. Jeff Gordon beginning to believe also that he does not want Kyle Busch to catch him because we may see a repeat of what happened going into turn one. Well, he's got to catch him in order to do that first, and Kyle Busch right now riding about seven car lengths back from Jeff Gordon. Behind them, Kevin Harvick now beginning to close down on Jimmy Johnson for third. That's the best battle right now among the top five as the leaders have strung out just a bit. This time by in turn number four, Jimmy Johnson has that third spot. Kevin Harvick Chevrolet closing in within a car length in fourth. This might be one of those days where Kyle doesn't want to talk to anybody. He's going to be my upset. I'll bet he's beating on the steering wheel right now. It's like, man, I had this thing and Jeff Gordon, Mr. Nice Guy, comes up and leans on me a little bit and takes over the top spot. And boy, Kyle, he is pulling away now. He is, and with each passing lap, seems like Jeff Gordon is able to gain three to four car lengths on Kyle Busch. Ten car lengths between them this time by Jimmy Johnson still trying to fend off Kevin Harvick for the third spot. Coming down to four laps to go. Jeff Gordon, the leader. Kyle Busch, second. Jimmy Johnson rides third. Kevin Harvick, fourth. And Ryan Newman is fifth. They go to turn two. Casey Kane is in that battle as well. I think about all Kyle Busch can hope for now would be a caution flag to bunch this field up as Jeff Gordon continues to drive away. A man on a mission right now. Jeff Gordon here at the Phoenix International Raceway. Moved around Kyle Busch and has driven away. Ten car lengths between the top two. Three laps to to go coming back to the line a full second separates Jeff Gordon from Kyle Bush as Gordon goes back to one and he stays on the wheel right behind him Kyle Bush driving it as hard as he can as deep into the corner as he can picking up the throttle as quick as he can but no avail. Jeff Gordon continues to pull away. Not nearly enough right now for Kyle Busch. Still a healthy 10 car lengths between race leader Jeff Gordon and Kyle Busch. The battle continues for third between Jimmy Johnson and Kevin Harvick. Coming up on three laps to go. Make that two laps to go as they come around, cross the line and go back into turn number one. Jeff Gordon holding off Kyle Busch. Kyle is one and two-tenths seconds behind him. And all Kyle can hope for now is that Jeff Gordon will make a mistake, but not this time by. Jeff Gordon, perfect off turn number two. And through the tri-oval on the back straightaway on the dog legs into turn number three. Jeff Gordon plants that Chevrolet right down to the bottom of the speedway. Drifts up a bit. Not enough for Kyle Busch to close in. White flag is about to be displayed to Jeff Gordon as he crosses the line. Heads back off into turn number one. Kyle Busch try to chase him down this final lap. And Jeff Gordon already through turn number one, just as perfect as he has been all afternoon. Jeff Gordon for the final time off turn number two. It's the day Jeff Gordon has been looking forward to for nearly two years. Out front, pulling away from Kyle Busch into turn number three for the final time. Off turn number four, he can see the checkered flag from here off the corner. Today, the Valley of the Sun is the Valley of Jeff Gordon. He goes to victory lane and wins the Subway Fresh Fit 500. Kyle Busch comes in second. Jimmy Johnson gets third. Kevin Harvick is fourth. And Ryan Newman will finish today in fifth. Let's go to Pitt Road. Rick Hendrick, Alan Gustafson are embracing on top of this war wagon up here as Alan Gustafson 
getting high fives all the way around. We'll see if we can ease in here and grab a word with Allen. He gets another hug from Rick Hendrick. And Allen, congratulations. It took two races. You guys are going to victory lane. Woo! I'm speechless. That was a, that was a tough day, man. The guys uh, on this drive in Hunger Chevy did an unbelievable job, you know, getting getting wrecked early. Uh, all kinds of problems. Lost the gauges halfway through the race, and Jeff just drove the wheels off it. And uh, Kyle, Kyle got in front of us, and Jeff ran him down, man. That's That was Jeff Gordon right there, but then Jeff Gordon. So just pumped, absolutely excited. Got to thank Driving in Hunger, ARP, DuPont, Pepsi, Chevrolet, of course, best cars in the world, man. Awesome day. Alan Gustafson, Jeff Gordon are going to victory lane at Phoenix. This is the 83rd career win for Jeff Gordon. He ties Kale Yarbrough. Jeff Gordon gets the win. Kyle Busch is second. It's Jimmy Johnson third, Kevin Harvick fourth, and Ryan Newman fifth. rest of the top ten are Casey Kane, Tony Stewart, Kurt Busch, A.J. Allmendinger, and Dale Earnhardt Jr. survives to finish in tenth. NASCAR Today continues, brought to you by Ford F-Series, America's best-selling brand of trucks for 34 years straight. Built Ford Tough. Welcome back to Phoenix International Raceway. Jeff Gordon, the winner today, the Subway Fresh Fit 500. He's headed to Gatorade Victory Lane. We'll be there shortly. First, let's check in with Steve Post. Joe, Kyle Busch, a second-place run in the combos Toyota. Kyle, the run, the race, and the finishing battle with Jeff Gordon. Talk us through that. It was... <laughs> It was interesting there for the first 100 laps, definitely. But, you know, the first person I got to apologize to is Carl Edwards. That was uh, my mistake there. I just got out from under me, and I got into him and just killed his race car. And I know he's frustrated, and uh, we'll, we'll definitely talk about it later. So, um, you know, I, I didn't mean it. From the way that we raced each other yesterday, that was pretty cool. And uh, it was wrong on my part today to, uh, to, to get into him. I didn't mean it. It was unintentional. But uh, all in all, you know, with all that aside, the uh, Combos Camry was awesome when we unloaded here. And Dave and the guys did a great job. So, just uh, man, it was it was a good day for us. You know, we battled through a lot of adversity there, and working on the car on pit road, and working through a lot of stuff. And then we had a shot for the win, and all I needed was a shot. And uh, there was a car out there today that was better than us. So we just we just got out race there at the end, and um, you know, we just didn't quite have it there what we needed to. And I thought I got out to a big enough lead, but uh, Jeff was just too strong. Indeed, he was. He looked bigger in the mirror as we came along. That's Kyle Busch. Let's go to Alex Hayden. Walking along with Ryan Newman. He's gotten out of the Tornado Chevrolet top five finish today. Kind of walk us through the way the day went for you today. Man, the restarts were crazy to start with, but uh, a good run for the Tornado Chevrolet today. And proud of all the guys. Uh, we didn't have the greatest pit stops, but we fought back and fought hard and uh, come home with a top five finish. A good points day for us, and uh, we'll go on. But, uh, you know, good, good consistent finishes here for us uh, in the next few races. Uh, it'll really make a big difference for our season. Ryan Newman, top five finish. Back to Steve Post. Jimmy Johnson, a top five run here in the Lowe's Home Improvement Chevrolet. Jimmy, tell us about your day. Yeah, you know, it was a good day for us. We uh, we didn't get the preseason testing in that we had hoped to get. We had some weather hold us off, and um, I, I'd say we've been working hard this weekend just to understand our new equipment. And throughout the day today, uh, we pitted often and early, and uh, Chad made some great calls on pit road and got the car back underneath me. And um, from there, you know, things, things were well. So happy to see Jeff in victory lane. Um, the more these Hendrick cars running up front, the smarter we're all going to get as a company. That's Jimmy Johnson, a top five finish here today at Phoenix. Alex Hayden. Caught up with Kevin Harvick, who's uh, gotten out of the Jimmy John's Budweiser Chevrolet, a beaten and battered race car after getting caught up in a couple of incidents on the racetrack a little earlier. Top five finish today. I, I guess you'd take that given the fact that you guys were turned around and beat up a little bit earlier in the event. Yeah, we had a great Jimmy John's Chevrolet today. Just, um, you know, like you say, we, we got ourselves a little bit behind and then got in a wreck and 
and um, just had to, to fight through there at the end. So it was a good day for everybody. Everybody did a great job keeping the, the fenders off the tires, and I uh, wish we could have had the car straight there at the end to, uh, to race with those guys, but uh, we'll take a top five and get out of here. Kevin Harvick, top five finish here in Phoenix. So again, the top five, Jeff Gordon, Kyle Busch, Jimmy Johnson, Kevin Harvick, and Ryan Newman. We'll have a complete rundown, and we'll also go down to Gatorade Victory Lane. We're back at the Phoenix International Raceway, and it turned out to be a good one. It really did. I'll tell you, an exciting day of racing. 28 lead changes, 12 different drivers taking turns at the front of the field. And who would have thought it to come down to a situation like that with Kyle Busch? Opportunity to sweep the entire weekend of racing. And instead, uh, Jeff Gordon spoils it, gets a little physical down there, does what he needs to do to get by, and uh, the drive to end the hunger Chevrolet scores its first win. We may see a lot more of that this year. Last year, you know, NASCAR said, have at it, boys, and they did a few times, but uh, maybe we'll see it about every race. It won't be long. Right now, let's go down to Gatorade Victory Lane. And Jeff Gordon getting a big bear hug from the boss, Mr. H, Rick Hendrick. It's been 66 races since Jeff Gordon has been here, and he's been here 83 times, but the most recent one, one of the best, gets a big bear hug. Jeff, I tell you what, there's so many things to talk about today. Let's start with that last 20-lap segment, the pit stop. You came back a little bit down, then the restart, and then getting around. Kyle, take us through that part of the race. Yeah, you know, I thought it was going to be a green flag run to the end, and our guys had a good stop. Um, you know, I got held up a little bit uh, getting to pit road. Thank you, bud. Appreciate it, man. Thank you. Getting congratulations from Jimmy Johnson. Mark Martin's already been here. Keep going. And we got off of pit road, and I saw the 18 was coming, and uh, he had a, a good head of steam. I didn't know the 14 was out there. And then, um, you know, I, I was just trying to get the, the tires, uh, get some heat in them to see if I could run the 18 down, and I knew it wasn't going to be easy. And then the caution came out, and they said the 14 was on, too. He had the race one, I think, if this thing went green right there. But uh, the caution came out, and I knew Kyle would get a heck of a start against Tony's two. I got to thank Tony Stewart. He was very gracious. He could have fought me a lot harder. He knew that I think that me and Jimmy were the only ones that had a shot at Kyle. He let me get uh, going, and and, uh, I just started clicking the laps off, just trying to see where Kyle was, was slipping a little bit. And off of two, we seemed to really be able to make some gains. And then we started making gains off of four, and, eventually uh, I was able to put some pressure. That's the thing, you know, when you got a race car like that and you can put pressure on a guy, it makes uh, the race a whole lot different. And uh, that's something that I haven't felt in a long time. And just so thankful to Alan Gustafson, this whole team, all the hard work over the off season, and uh, all my teammates and everybody at Hendrick Motorsports, especially Drive In Hunger, uh, this is huge for them. I mean, I, I, I know that they took a chance coming here, but I don't think they ever had any idea it's going to be quite like this. How about that pass for the lead? <laughs> Gosh, you know, I'm going to have to go back and watch it on, on TV because I knew I, I got it. I drove in deep into one and got to him, and it, I could tell, you know, he, he was he was having to really get after it right then. And um, then, then I got underneath him uh, and got off a of four, and I knew coming down the front straightaway, you know, that he was going to, you know, kind of kind of pinch me down into one. And, and he did, and I got a little loose, and I just drifted up the track and, uh you know, I didn't know what was going to happen at that at that moment, but uh, when they said we were clear, then I just went. And uh, we we had a great car, but pat, catch them was one thing. Passing was going to be a whole lot different deal, um, and, uh, you know, it worked out. Early on, a couple of issues. You had the accident early on, worried about the damage, and then you had the temperatures going up. I thought we were done. I mean, when, you know, I, I went to the outside, saw the, all the wrecked cars, uh, saw um, Carl Edwards' car torn up, and I went to the outside and I said, I don't think this is a good idea. 
because because I, I was I, I really thought he might have some serious damage, and he did. And and sure enough, when we got into turn three, he just drifted right up into me and put me in the wall. And it wasn't his fault, you know. He just didn't. He had a left front tire going down. But I was just at the wrong place, the wrong time, and I hit the wall hard. I thought we were done, but I hit it square. And uh, these guys just did a fantastic job repairing the car. And we went back out there. And then the track position and the pit strategy actually ended up falling in our favor, you know. And uh, here I found ourselves up there in the top three or four with a car that was capable of winning. It was it was unbelievable. A few years ago, you tied, tied Dale Earnhardt here with 76 wins. Today at Phoenix, you tie Cale Yarborough for fifth on the all-time list. What does that mean to you? Oh, my gosh. Uh, I'm such a huge fan of, of Cale's. And, you know, one of the first conversations I ever had with anybody when it came to the Cup Series was Cale Yarborough. He wanted me to drive his car, and I actually tested his car that a lot of people don't realize way, 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 way back. <laughs> and, uh, you know, he's just uh, an amazing race car driver and, you know, I, I, I'll be honest, I didn't know if we were ever going to get past 82. The way things have uh, been going the last uh, couple years, you know, you just you, you, you lose a little bit of that spark and, and you wonder what it's going to take to get to victory lane. But I can, I can tell you after today, it takes a team like this and a race car like that, and uh, we're having a blast, man. I, I cannot wait. I cannot wait. When we qualify 20th, I thought we were in trouble. But, boy, after today, uh, I am really excited about this season. Congratulations. Enjoy another one. Oh, thank you. We definitely, that's one thing for sure. We are going to enjoy it and uh, and savor this one because uh, I, of anybody out there, you know, We've won a lot of races over the years, but it's been a while. And when you go through that kind of a, a, a run without winning, it makes you appreciate these so much more. In addition to the drive to end hunger, it's the drive for five championships. For the 83rd time in his NASCAR Sprint Cup career, Jeff Gordon is in victory lane. The celebration continues down in Gatorade victory lane. Gatorade is the official sports beverage of the Phoenix International Raceway. Joe, they've rolled a, a track hoe out here to start already start tearing up this racetrack and getting ready to build a new one. Oh, yes. Totally new racetrack when we come back here in the fall. That's going to be interesting as well. Let's take a look at the full field rundown today. Jeff Gordon gets the victory. Kyle Busch comes in in second. Jimmy Johnson is third. Kevin Harvick fourth. And Ryan Newman will finish in fifth. Sixth is Casey Kane. Seventh, Tony Stewart. It'll be Kurt Busch in 8th, A.J. Allmendinger ninth, and 10th is Dale Earnhardt Jr. Finishing 11th, Denny Hamlin, Matt Kenseth ran 12th, Mark Martin 13th, Martin Truex Jr. was 14th, and Brad Keselowski gets 15th. 16th will go to Marcus Ambrose, 17th to Paul Menard, 18th to Casey Mears. Juan Pablo Montoya ran 19th and 20th, Greg Biffle. Bobby Labonte leaves here with a 21st place finish. David Gilliland soldiered on after being caught up in that crash. He's 22nd today, Bill Elliott 23rd, Mike Skinner 24th, and Tony Raines is 25th. 26th, Jeff Burton, 27th, Clint Boyer. Carl Edwards comes home with a 28th place run. 29th is David Rudiman, and 30th is Brian Vickers. Andy Lally gets 31st. 32nd will go to Robbie Gordon. 33rd to Joey Logano. 34th, Regan Smith. Jamie McMurray gets 35th position. David Reagan finished 36th. J.J. Yaley, 37th. Landon Castle was 38th. Travis Quapel ran 39th. And 40th, Trevor Bain, 41st. Michael McDowell, 42nd, Dave Blaney. And 43rd to Joe Nemechek. And that's a look at the AutoZone leaderboard. Get in the zone, AutoZone. Championship point leader after race two of the season is Kyle Busch. He leads his brother Kurt by three points. A.J. Allmendinger is third in the standings, 11 points back, tied with Tony Stewart. Fifth is Mark Martin. He's 15 points out. Sixth in the standings, Jeff Gordon with his victory, combined with his bad finish last week at Daytona, but he's only 15 points out of the top spot. Seventh of the championship point standings, Bobby Labonte. Eighth is Juan Pablo Montoya. Ninth is Ryan Newman. And tenth, David Gilliland. 
Only 17 points among the top 10 in the championship point standings moving on to Las Vegas Motor Speedway next week. Voices you heard on our broadcast today, Jeff Striegel and Kyle Rickey, Winston Kelly, Alex Hayden, and Steve Post had the action covered on pit road. For Barney Hall, I'm Joe Moore. We hope you've enjoyed the weekend here at Phoenix. And we congratulate Jeff Gordon, who I'm sure is enjoying it and will for some time. He's won today at Phoenix. MRN Radio. Coverage of the Subway Fresh Fit 500 has come to you from Phoenix International Raceway. Sponsored by Sprint. Proud sponsor of the NASCAR Sprint Cup Series. By Coke Classic. Open a Coke and enjoy the race. By Bristol. See for yourself why there's racing and then there's Bristol. Get your tickets at bristolticks.com or call 423-BRISTOL today. By the new 2011 Ford F-150, built Ford Tough. By Freightliner Trucks, the official hauler of NASCAR. By AARP, join Jeff Gordon in the Drive to End Hunger by visiting drivetoendhunger.org. By the Home Depot, more saving, more doing. That's the power of the Home Depot. By GEICO, you could save hundreds on car insurance right now by going to geico.com or calling 1-800-947-AUTO. Go on, it's easy. By Tom Johnson's Camping Center, the race fan's choice for their RV needs. Two-way radio and race scanner communication provided by Racing Electronics. See Racing Electronics in the souvenir area at your next race or visit them online at racingelectronics.com. Today's broadcast was directed by Amanda Troutman, broadcast engineer Bob Wolf, audio engineer Todd Costello, satellite engineer Mike Weaver. Operational assistants, Frank Kersey. The executive producer for MRN is David Hyatt. This broadcast has been a production of the Motor Racing Network. This week's MRN Classic Race has been brought to you by Hercules Tires.